0: Oh shit, it's episode 14 of the Gaming Memories podcast where I roboclip the blessed beatmaker aka Kate Call, your host, and the only duly ordained prophet seer and revelator of the one true gaming podcast, the one you're listening to right now, Gaming's Memories or at any of your other favorite streaming platforms. I'm basically everywhere, bitches. You guys know the drill. I'm going to bring on someone creative and interesting and interview them about their favorite gaming memories growing up. On this episode of the podcast, we have Adonis or Adonis. Can't quite remember how to pronounce his name, but I'm not to worry about it. He is one of the chillest people I've ever met in my entire life and I am 100% positive he's not going to worry too much me about me mispronouncing his name his artist name on the other hand igama is uh, a really really clever way to name an artist name it is in the if I correct me if I'm wrong I'm pretty sure he told me it is zulu for name the language Zulu for the word name for his artist name, which I thought was so clever because if you've ever tried to do music, start a band, do anything, and come up with a name, you know how painful and difficult and weirdly just ah, frustrating but fun that process can be. And come and I just thought it was super clever that his his artist name is name, just in a different language. He makes what I would consider uh emotive, chill, down tempo. Melodic headphone music stuff for me is the type of music I want to listen to in headphones or the type of music I want to listen to when I'm going for a drive, especially like a night drive and I'm thinking about something really and it's really detailed than headphone music because lots of details, lots of little variations, lots of little flourishes, really good sound. He's a synth head, he's he, he loves good sounding synths. In fact, he actually brought in the new. Uh, Prophet 6 which for those of you who do not know the Prophet 6 is one of the most legendary synths ever created it's been on a whole grundle of records you've probably heard it a bajillion times just didn't realize it problem is it got discontinued eventually they, they have now re-released it and it's based on the old circuitry essentially a- attempting to capture the sound and the feel of the original synth but by adding in new modern conveniences with modern technology and man I will tell you if you're into knobs if you're into how gear feels and the lights, the aesthetic and the, the feel of the gear on top of the sound, this this is up there. It's one of the best feeling, best sounding synths that I've ever, ever played with. So it's going to be on his new music. Definitely want to check out his upcoming music. We played around with it. We had a blast. We made some sounds like this. We made some sounds like this. And we basically shot the shit and talked about our favorite gaming memories growing up. And I had a fantastic time. Please check out his music. I will put all of the applicable links in the podcast description. And last but not least, kids, don't forget to share the good news of the Gaming Memories Gospel. You know the rules, kids. There's only one way to happiness only one way to success. And that's through the one true path. And that's the Gaming Memories Gospel. And that is the One True Gaming Podcast, what you're listening to right now, if you tell your friends and family about it. You're surely on the right path because the gods said so. And when I say the gods, I mean the holy triforce, the holy trifecta of gaming gods. And I say these things in their name, the father Miyamoto, the son Kojima, and the holy ghost, Mr. John Carmack himself. Amen. And enjoy the show. Well, you're here. I'm here. Drove down from Salt Lake. How was the traffic by the point of the, south of Pointed Mountain?
1: Uh, southbound was not bad. Northbound looked like it was a parking lot. It was bad. Yeah, the construction's a little bit scary right now.
0: Sweet. Well, I'm glad you didn't die.
1: <laughs> Me too. Sometimes,
0: ever since I've had kids, I worry the, about car wrecks. Yeah. Now my brain's like, I know statistically, if something's going to happen to someone that I love or that I know, it's probably going
1: to be a car wreck yeah and like every time you get in it's like you're kind of rolling those dice again yeah that's the bad part sweet like well like tell that. people
0: who you are i know you yeah. from um a it igama yeah, igama igama sounds you so, and it. you also did a collective right
1: yeah yeah so we had oceanids collective uh oceanids yes yeah and it was just me my buddy nick on uh, guitar and uh Violinist Christina Westernick from DC, and we just did like remote collaborations and stuff like that. And then some other uh, musicians from Ogden got involved as well. And then yeah, just did a little bit of live so stuff. So you're from and, originally Ogden, yes, yeah, sir. Ogden. Yeah, I remember. Didn't you guys do like an event in Ogden? Yeah, we did. Uh, it was an album release party. It was pretty fun. We had uh, we had Aaron uh, Gazia. Oh yes, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, I think that's where I met you or got connected with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Gazia went out there. Sweet. Yeah, it was it was fun.
0: That dude, hey, sometimes Inspiring. I love him, but I also hate how genius he is and that yeah. I'm not that genius. Yeah,
1: he's just like always a step ahead. Super, he's so good, super and clever. he's very uh, – have you ever watched him work? Uh, not not too closely. Like here and there, uh, we, we got together a couple times uh, a few years ago, but just kind of sent him messages back and forth on Facebook and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's a uh, – he does – like no keyboard, no nothing, and just yeah, he's yeah. on the MIDI thing, and he's watching him move around in Ableton. He's so fast,
1: yeah, yeah. And true. he's just
0: gotten better because that's all he does all day, every day. And every time I see him, I'm like, dude, how do you move around? Do ideas just pop yeah. in you know, the I right, just pop in a MIDI. Oh, I'll make a melody. Doesn't know anything really about keys, yeah, yeah. But it's just all by ear, like on the grid. It's got to be like this high.
1: Okay, that's yeah. what I want. And he's just fast programming it, yeah. Know it's awesome yeah they're
0: crazy I'm trying to get either one of them on the podcast but uh, they're busy we'll get them I had Omar on yeah Um, who else is with that because I bet Mm -hmm. you probably know a bunch
1: of producers producers play video games that seems like that goes hand in hand there's a lot of parallels I think (laughs) yeah you know trial and error and just different types of you know the hand-eye stuff and yeah it's a good it's a good platform for music anyways like Some of my favorite music is from video games, and I think it just kind of they play hand in hand really well. A lot of people have talked about how uh, Derek,
0: you met Derek Decay or Uh, Decay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on I think he's last week's episode. He said that he got into music making because he wanted to learn how to make music for video games. Yeah, because he wanted to learn how to make video games, and that for him, when he played games, it was the music that always stood out the most. Yeah, I'm like that, okay? Because we're trying to figure out why is it. I've met maybe, like, one out of a hundred when it comes to producers that aren't, like, pretty into video games.
1: Yeah, it's, I don't know. It seems like most of them are. I've, I've, I've talked to a few that are like, no, I don't have time. Like, I can't do it. Yeah, it's pretty rare, though. Yeah, it's, it's true. So I had the idea for the podcast. I'm like, oh, I just want to, I want to
0: interview creative people about video games growing mm-hmm. up. I'm like, oh, I bet everyone I know that produces music yeah. Like I have hundreds of people I could start with right then and there. So that was yeah, the idea.
1: And with like electronic music especially it's like yeah, yes. video games kind of yeah. Gener- they generate a lot of uh, interest in that, so. Yeah.
0: What uh what is the f- not necessarily the first game you played, the very first video game you ever saw? Ooh. First video game I saw was you Get a little closer to the mic, yeah. too. And talk uh, loud for me cuz I'm Yeah. Deaf.
1: Uh, the first video game I ever saw is probably probably like a galga handheld module and like poker video games and stuff i might with my grandparents and then like oh, yeah. after that maybe like the old original game boy uh playing mario
0: uh what year were you
1: born i was born in 93
0: okay so you're a little bit younger i was born in 85 yeah yeah i think i looked it up with one of the past guests it was i want to say like 85 is when the NES came out. Okay. so yeah. when I was, f- I remember getting one when I was five, but I didn't know at the time. It was already five years old. Yeah, yeah. I bet Super Nintendo came out like 90, 92. Yeah. But I don't remember much later. Yeah, but the Game Boy, I think the Game Boy, I saw on some history channel, video game like YouTube, history shit, mm-hmm. The up until I want to say the newest Game Boy, the DS, the Game Boy was like the highest selling highest selling handheld of all time. Wow. So it doesn't surprise me that you'd run into one.
1: Yeah, I, there was a lot of Hammy Downs, too, just in people that, seemed like, they took care of it, you know. It was yeah. like, it wasn't exactly easy to come by back then, so most of the people that had them, they, like, kept them around and stuff for a while. What's the first game you played <clears throat> that you remember, remember playing? Uh, probably, like... Probably, like, uh, Ninja Turtles on Super Nintendo. Which one? Uh, Ninja Turtles, I think, like, Turtles in Time. Was it Turtles in Time? Yeah, Turtles yeah. in Time. Like
0: the arcade beat-em-up yep. side-scroller, yep.
1: yeah. Yep, I was Donatello every time. That was, like, my that's guy. That's a good one. Yeah, that one's fun. Damn, the uh, first...
0: Turtles in Time, that's the, the first level. You're on the bridge. Mm-hmm. And the Craig, the robot's like, behind the bridge. Yeah. And he yeah. shoots his, his like, mm-hmm. eye-beam at you. Yep, yep. And the, the boss is... I always liked him. The fly dude. Yeah. The mad scientist In the Big guy.
1: Apple. I, I can't remember the name What's of his the scientist. The, and he has the, the little, boss. like,
0: uh, mouse robots, right? Yeah. No, that's a – is that a different guy?
1: Mm, no, I – no. So there's the that first boss. Yeah, it's, like, kind of a fly-looking dude. Yeah, and he's dude. got the wings. And then I just, yeah. I, I can't remember exactly which, you know, all of them now. But that was, that was probably the first game I played. Uh, let's see. What else do we play in the, on the Super – Uh, Super Super Mario 3, I believe. Or no, Super Mario World it was, uh, where you could ride on Yoshi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. That was a big one. And that's the first one that had... No, Mario
0: 3 had an Overworld on Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. never mind.
1: Yeah, that one was cool, though, too. You could get, like, the raccoon hat and everything. Double Uh, Dragon? uh, No, uh, you could get the raccoon hat on Super Mario 2. Or, I think... No, sorry, on 3. Super Mario 2 was kind of weird. That was the one where you could, like... Pull out the beets from the ground or the radishes. Yeah, you could pull up, and then all the bosses were those dudes that spit out eggs, and you have to jump on the
0: egg, pick it up in the air, throw it. It was weird. It played, like, more floaty, I remember.
1: It was kind of a dud, in my opinion. Like, I I, I could never quite get into it like I could with the first or the third one, but... But in theory, if you think about it, it's got a lot of cool features. You go
0: indoors and, like, go underground, and then you come back outside.
1: Mm -hmm. They did change that a little bit, like, they started to bring in the dimensions a little more yeah yeah
0: it is kind of an odd duck no man never ever talks about it it's one sure. in three did you play so the first game you remember playing was a, a Super Nintendo game was it your Super Nintendo no nope, no nope, it was
1: my it was my buddy's, uh, my friend Nick and he's he was in oceanids with me like just, uh, stayed friends all you know all this time but yeah I played super and then I think the first console we had at home was a uh, Genesis I played a bunch of like the college and, like football games NFL games and then like Sonic of course and yeah. Sonic pinball and there's there's a ton of good Genesis Genesis games um then we got a super or no we got a 64 and that was like the first like legit console we got so, fine. that was your first one you had at home? Uh, yeah, we had the Genesis oh, and then yeah. we had the 64. Okay. But... Genesis
0: 64, but you played NES and Super Nintendo at your homie's house. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah, which were fun, for sure. What
0: do you remember? So, before, because I'm sure you're going to have more memories of Genesis mm-hmm. yeah. and the 64 because you had them. Sure. But what's yeah. like, what games from just NES? at your friend's house do you remember that stick out to you uh
1: so definitely the first mario games and then my favorite nes game is zelda 2 zelda 2 yeah. really that's yeah.
0: also an odd duck
1: yeah it is that but one i some like. people love it yeah it, it was like more rpg style and then like uh you have a you have the overworld and then it's pretty challenging temples too you have i think like eight different temples and then you have to fight dark link and it's all. I I,
0: yeah. I haven't beat it, but I lived with a kid in Alaska. Yeah. My friend Kevin Howard. Shout out to Kevin Howard. We lived together, and he, did, he had an on emulator on a computer with save states. Mm-hmm. And even with save states, being able to save at any time and immediately reload when he messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. He, you are out there all summer working at a uh fishing lodge. Mm-hmm. It took him basically the whole summer to beat yeah. that game even yeah. with the the PC save states.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough and it's really esoteric. It doesn't really tell you what to do. It's like very yeah. It's like the first roguelike kind of <laughs> like you're just That's that's yeah. actually a good point. Yeah. It's very roguelike.
0: Is there a, how does the save system work on that
1: one? Uh so on that one you'd have to uh I believe I just remember you could level up and everything and I think you could save from like in a
0: town or something.
1: Yeah, I you know, I can't I honestly can't remember uh, cuz I've been playing it most recently on Switch with like the save points. Oh yeah, but so you can save anytime. Yeah, yeah, when I originally played no, I think you can save from the menu like you can quit, but like if you die without saving then you're just going to go back to the whatever the most recent that, like, save was. Well, I, I think when you load it you go back to the temple like Oh, uh, you always started. Yeah, the temple. Yeah, you always started yeah. the temple with Sleeping Zelda, and then...
0: I forgot about that. That yeah. is true. That is, like, the roguelike. Yeah, you start,
1: but you keep... You keep, like, your levels up yeah. and stuff, yeah. But, and
0: that one was weird when... I remember when... I don't remember when it came out. Obviously, it had already been out. But I played the first... I was exposed to the first Zelda first. My brother had it. And uh, when the second one... Somehow I got a hold of... I don't know if it's at a friend's. But I remember being like, wait, what? It's from the... It's a side-scroller when I go yeah. to town? Like, that's... <laughs> if i wanted that i'd play mario (laughs) but i came from i'm here for something else yeah so as a little kid but i've never gone back and played it but there's a lot of people that once my friends who have made the time to go retroactively play it yeah i'll say actually it's really good
1: yeah i i really enjoy it i'd recommend it i never played the the first zelda i couldn't get into it like I, I played it here and there, but I I just... Never all the way through. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. Did you do the
0: Super Nintendo? Um,
1: no. So, honestly, the only Zeldas that I played all the way through was... Zel- uh, Zelda 2, I got almost all the way through. I got, like, seven temples in. Or just, like, one shy, And then... I'd be Twilight Princess. I played a little bit of uh, Wind Waker. I, I pretty much skipped the N sixty four ones. Like I,
0: even though you had a sixty four, yeah, I just didn't have. I
1: didn't have Zelda. Just, just wasn't like, into it. No, I just didn't have. Like I just didn't have the games. Like I had. Uh, like some of my friends had it, but we just yeah, we'd end up playing like multiplayer games a lot of times. Yeah. and then uh, on sixty four, we're playing a lot of like, <clears throat> just like Mario sixty four played. Uh, what was it? The G. There was this, like, motorcycle game. I... Which one? I'm forgetting the name. I think I... it was called, like... Oh, that's going to bug me so bad. Yeah. Uh
0: what kind of game? Describe it. I it was like, it was like it. a
1: futuristic motorcycle racing game on sixty
0: four. Oh, X Force? Yeah, some G- some I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, me. yeah, so yeah. Bad. We'll I that, forgot like, you're you're the only person that's brought that up. Yeah, it's actually the first person that's brought that so awesome. You played that a
1: ton. What uh-huh. was that? I keep this close. You Yeah, can it yeah look, it up. I'm look it up. But I don't know, sixty four had so many classic titles and I think that was like the first uh like we were playing Goldeneye first PvP's type stuff for us, so Conker's bad bad for a day. Extreme G. Extreme G. Extreme yeah. G. That game was bad. I that loved game it. was badass. I yeah. forgot
0: about it. I remember I liked it because I got into Wipeout on PlayStation One. Yeah, Wipeout was cool, and that was like a sixty-four. I had a six. I got a sixty-four later, and that yeah. was like a
1: semi-equivalent. Yeah, and um, yeah, that was that was a really good game. You could towards the end you'd like start flying and everything. Like, yeah, you're like hovering. Damn, in these fast yeah, that's bikes. a
0: good one. I'm yeah. glad. I love it when people bring up one that uh. Because most people will bring up the big hitters, mm-hmm. you know, Mario, Zelda, yeah, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, Halo. And so I, I try to, like, get out of them maybe something unique, a yeah. unique memory yeah. that they had. Not necessarily the thing about the, about the game, but sure. I love when they bring it. Because I remember... There's so many games, if someone was interviewing me the same way, I would never remember. But people bring these games up, and then it triggers my memory. Oh, I did actually play that a lot. Yeah. I would have never thought of it, though. Yeah. Yeah, that game's badass.
1: Yeah, it was fun. And, like, it is cool to kind of reflect on it, because, like, you play these games, like, every day. And then, you know, time passes, and it's like, you know, kind of forget about them. But, yeah, it's cool to think about it. That
0: game, back to this picture, sometimes, it's still working. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes we have technical difficulties And I gotta yeah. I gotta like Watch the screen And then just make Oh I gotta make a cut Anyway Yeah it happens I Dude yeah. Starting a podcast Even though I know we both do music sure. and have, yeah. I have the audio background I was like yeah. That's easy Two mics Yeah like, as I record drums, like, this is going to be, I don't even have to worry about it. I've had so many technical difficulties simply because you go so long.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, just more time for
0: like a chord will move or a driver or something will happen on my computer. Yeah, it'll freeze Ableton. And it's, because uh... you at, at what other point have I ever recorded for more than like a minute or to five minutes at the most.
1: Yeah. Like, unless you're doing these long extended studio sessions. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like music's kind of moved away from that. I think, uh, unless you're, you know buying out a ton of studio time somewhere but like that's true yeah the modern day producer stuff like yeah you're just recording for like little home. clips yeah i
0: love that the bedroom producer is such a real thing
1: yeah yeah you, and honestly you can do like almost everything with just almost a computer everything. yeah like just computer nowadays you you don't need that much hardware
0: and kids who are really good really really good They can make anything, and it can sound very real. It doesn't have to sound electronic. True, yeah. Um, Like, the softs, just the synths and the sample-based synths. Like, you want to make a badass orchestra? Like, you can do that with native instruments. You can do that. Yeah. I'm not good enough, but.
1: Yeah, I've started to get into the native instrument stuff lately because it's, like, pretty much the highest quality uh, sounds that I can find that are just, like, if I'm gonna go with something that's a preset, no- yeah. normally I'm like kind of either building the sound or just like really tweaking a preset. Uh, but with like, uh, yeah, orchestral sounds, it's the native instrument stuff. I really like the string sessions I used in yeah. like most late or my most recent stuff. So, but nice little like touches here and there. I don't like to, I don't like to do a whole song with it. But yeah, have you seen as
0: for output? Uh,
1: yeah, output. Like uh, I've wh- seen a couple of videos that make me think like, <clears>
0: huh. <throat> I might want to
1: try that. It seems really convenient. Yeah, they make that uh, reverse bank too, don't they? The 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 uh, reactor instrument bank that's like reverse instruments. Isn't that by output? Oh,
0: yes. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, like Rev or something. I might be confusing it, but...
0: They have one yeah. called Arcade or Arcade by Output or Output by Arcade. You know, it's flipped out where it's it's all sample-based. Like, they take real samples from mm-hmm. a song, like I said, that have been cleared or whatever... But the samples are all organized by keys oh, okay. and tempos, nice. and so you just lock it in. It'll put everything on your key and your tempo, and you just start playing around. And you can transpose. You can load it with your own samples. Yeah, it looked like man, that sounds makes sampling
1: cool, so fast and convenient. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, I I go back and forth with sampling. Like it's it's easier for me to kind of make make samples than just like take something off the internet. Sketch and like, ideas. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I don't know because I'll – like I'll get like whatever off the internet and then it's never like really uh, – it, it always kind of takes its own life, which is cool. Uh, but I, I kind of like to take an idea that I'm having and try to like create yeah. that. So, yeah.
0: Lately I've been doing – I've been on a new kick where I, I don't even worry about sound design, sampling or anything. Yeah. Everything – I sketch the whole song arrangement all just in MIDI with just like whatever bullshit preset. Yeah. And uh, I've been like, okay, I'm gonna look at, uh, look at, look at it as if it's two guitar players, a bassist, mm-hmm. and a drummer. Fair and enough. And just yeah. like sketch that out like the bare bones ideas. Yeah. And then my brother and I, and when, then you start, then you can start like branching out from that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. To solve the problem of like, you get into like producing and sound design. You make like a really cool eight bar loop. Yeah. It's like, well, how do I turn this into a song?
1: Yeah, you got to make sure like. And you already burned out.
0: You already beat off all your creative <laughs> like juices. Yeah. You already like had the fun part. Yeah. And now so you're, you're just like, like I'll uh, just make another idea. Yeah. Everybody
1: does it. Yeah. Everybody true. does it. It's true.
0: We all deal with it. So it's, this has been a new exercise where it's like, okay, I can't play with sound design. Yeah. I can't play with sampling. I can't, like, do all that cool stuff until it's all arranged. And it sounds cool just in these, like, cheesy MIDI parts. Yeah. Because now I know the idea is solid.
1: True. And then you can make it sound however you want. You can do, like, yeah, different versions of it yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. I, I'll usually do, like, uh, I'll yeah, I'll just get, like, a hook a lot of times or just, like, one synth part or one, uh, like, guitar part that's just kind of, like, I can hear these different branches coming off. And then from there I'll try to, like build up a good core build up like a lot of ideas and then just start cutting stuff away just yeah, you know yeah. kind of rearranging to see how it works yeah but it, it would be good to kind of yeah just have those those solid bars set and then you're like well it,
0: well that's that yeah. is how i'm doing the arrangement yeah i'm not just like note one yeah i'm gonna i'm beethoven i'm gonna compose this thing no i'll just pull either MIDI files from songs that i know are in the, in the same key yeah like guitar profiles and mm-hmm. that'll give you some bass and guitar parts to work with yeah and i know they're on the same key and i'll put them all in and start chopping up like i like this i'm like yeah. all right well what if i change this to that what if i put this drum beat over that one or what if i with the when when you're in midi it's it's very easy to like okay this is the guitar lick from this song that i like but mm-hmm. let me just go in there and invert invert it sure let me yeah. reverse it yeah let me move it to like three steps up and see that yeah. like the harmony like you can just start immediately start playing with ideas then i just come up with a bunch of like little sections that worked out mm-hmm. like they actually sound good yeah uh, how do i turn those into uh it's been an interesting we'll see how it turns out
1: yeah yeah it's i'm been excited an to hear, man. journey yeah i that's kind of a cool way to look at it is like sampling yeah midi too and then it's like, like sampling and, the midi and break, basically yeah breaking yeah. it up from there because that's then
0: cool. you mi- you re- you mix the midi up it already starts becoming closer and closer or original or more and more original or more and more unique mm-hmm. but then you add the sound design which yeah. in the sound design inevitably like gives you ideas where you start changing things around even more because sure. the sounds start firing yeah yeah and uh by the time you're done it's like i don't know it's, the results so far have been good
1: yeah that's awesome it's it's fun like i i've noticed like the best songs it's just you're able to just like churn them out like at least for me like it's it's the ones that it's just like start to finish like one day i got like that is 80 percent of it.
0: for me that's happened my best songs are the ones that were like a two hour sit down
1: yeah it just happened it's just yeah everything's flowing right and then you're pretty much done maybe you like clean it up over like another few sessions or whatever but like the big chunk of it is like done in like one session those are the best songs when you catch the lightning yeah it's, t- it's tough yeah man
0: that's badass <laughs> yeah i love that feeling but it's so yeah. hard to consistently manufacture that yeah i mean but i've always wondered do you think guys that are really prolific is it like they come up with a system that gets them where they can catch lightning more often but it's still at the end of the day most because i get the sense that like, i know like with pop records yeah Someone like Rihanna, mm-hmm. they're going to have a bunch of beats from a bunch of different producers to choose from. Sure. Hundreds. They're going to narrow it down to like fifty yeah. that she records vocals on, and then they narrow that down to like the twelve that are going to be on that the album.
1: Yeah, and I mean at that level, I think they're doing like market research too, and like yeah. you know audience probing, like tests and stuff like that. But um, you know, yeah, it's tough. I think I think some of the best producers they just they're able to. Um, put enough like constraints into their process that they just get stuff done for one like that's yes. i think that's because the it's key.
0: endless and you can yeah. get lost yeah
1: which especially yeah now that everything's going in the box you really you're not recording on tape there's not like a physical limit to how many yes. takes you do so
0: that's that's so yeah. i think you're 100 percent right Is it's the guys who figure out this is my process and that those are the limits, and they'll tweak it and change it yeah. and evolve it. Yeah. But it's hard. It's hard to make a decision because, as a creative, it's fun to explore new doors. Yeah. But in order to really to mine a certain vein or a certain door, you have to say no to the other doors.
1: Yeah. And that's so hard. True. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. I mean that. That's probably the yeah that was a big point that like held me back for a long time it's just like okay i have this song there's all these yeah there's all these doors that you want to go through and then just you know learning how to be more selective with it and like staying into like this good consistent course that's going to you know sound good to other people because you can go down every crazy door you want and maybe what you're left with is something that only sounds good to you (laughs) like it's just kind of like uh you know too eclectic to really uh yeah, chances get, are get your point point across but, yeah
0: i think yeah, unless you're a really odd personality though to counteract that point sure yeah if it sounds dope to you it's yeah. probably gonna sound dope to someone
1: else but maybe Hopefully, it's not yeah. that many
0: people if yeah, you're yeah. really out there but
1: yeah well and i mean there's that's kind of like the the difference too be, between certain philosophies like sometimes you're just making music you know for yourself and then if, like, you know, depending on certain projects, people will be wanting to make music that's just in that one vein to, like, you know, just keep it consistent. People know what they're listening to every time. Uh, that's That's been something that's hard for me to do. I kind of just, yes. like, l- let music take me wherever it wants to go. And for, for the most part, I'm cool with it. And it, I do just, like, make it for myself. But it is interesting to see, like, certain songs where I have become a little more focused and then seeing how it communicates to other people sometimes, and I'm like, well, yeah, there's, there's like, different factors when you start making music uh, to share with other people, you know? Yeah. You, you want to get a point across, and you start to think about, like, okay, how do I how do I express that most efficiently? That's that's kind of where I've been trying to get lately, is just, like, having, like, this idea, or, like, this certain feeling I want to create, and then, like, being able to do it, like, uh, yeah, just really emphatically... Just put out a consistent
0: badass version. Yeah, it's Man, it's hard. That's why I love that the barrier of entry is so low that literally anybody can do it. Oh yeah. At this point now you you can have a pretty cheap laptop. You can pirate Ableton. It's not that hard. Yeah. Which everyone does. True. And I feel like Ableton gets it. Cause you end up buying it, cause yeah. you, just, you get sick of like upgrades and bugs and just yep. like bullshit Crashes. that you have to deal with. It's like ah, I'm just gonna finally, yeah. I was fucking buy it.
1: They source and all of the. They cracks. get it.
0: <laughs> and it's so nice when you finally get it and it just auto updates yeah. and everything's just ah. ah yeah,
1: yeah, that was a nice feeling. I I remember I had I had like a really old version of nine for a long time, and then I finally upgraded, got ten, and everything. I was like, okay, this is this is sweet. Yeah. It's, I love that the barrier
0: of entry is so low, but as you were saying, you can make music for yourself, and there might be some other people that like it, but if you really want to make music that other people like, well, so is everybody else. Sure, yeah. And it's so hard to be found, but at the same time, anyone can do it. And yeah. I was thinking about this video games. As video game, as the tools that people make to make video games mm-hmm. get better, what happens when video games become as low barrier of entry as
1: producing music? Yeah, hope great for the player. I mean
0: like, like that I thought about that for yeah. a while like that would be awesome but yeah. it also could suck.
1: Yeah, I mean it it would suck more for people who just want these like triple A games that are like yeah. you know uh super, I mean there's still but there's still pop
0: music, right? There's still sure. Taylor Swift. Yeah. There's still like an avenue for mass appeal. Like mm-hmm. this is this is a product that's made to a, Appease to as maximum number of people possible yeah and, and yeah. to turn a profit
1: yeah i mean that's in like the video game world i think that's like your call of duties and stuff like that yeah. like these kind of massive shooters and which is cool you know uh whatever you know whatever games you enjoy but uh i think with pop music too now it's just such a perfected machine that like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's it it's crazy like if if you think you want to be a pop star that's like totally different scenario than it just is being completely. a you yeah, are a product, producer the
0: whole thing from a to
1: yeah.
0: Z. I, I was just thinking if there was a sound cloud i mean the kind of mm-hmm. steam is sort of like this there's a ton sure. of indie games yeah we're yeah. getting there already yeah but as like trying to learn i've tinkered around with like playing my own games like i just mm-hmm. had one idea all right i want to learn how to take the sprites from fighting games mm-hmm Import them into a game engine and, like, rearrange them into, like, different moves. Mm-hmm. And then make it move like a Metroidvania. Just see if I can get a guy to, like, walk around and throw some punches. Like,
1: that would be cool. Uh, so I
0: try to take the sprites from uh, – he's in Street Fighter Alpha series. He's guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever played him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's also in Final Fight. Okay. I'm like, ah, he just looks cool. I like his animations. I spent, like, months just trying to learn how to do that. Yeah. The barrier of entry is still – extremely extremely high
1: yeah yeah i think it's still higher than music for sure and there's not like uh you know like nowadays just with the amount of presets and sample packs and stuff if you, if you have like a decent ear for it you can you can drop stuff in to a track and like get something that maybe is like passable as yeah if you want to you like know. i
0: want to make like really core trap yeah and you have a good ear. You're going to be sure. able to go through your sample packs, put them together in a way that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And because they're good
0: samples, it's going to sound good already. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For the most part. But, I mean, it's still tough to kind of get... Uh, yeah, just have an idea of, like, how to actually arrange arrange a good track and, like, how you want to produce, like, the layers and stuff. I think that's kind of what I've learned most recently is just, like, how to how to cut out some of those extra layers that I thought were necessary. And but just, they're not. Yeah, just, you know, simplify it, make it more, more That's effective. That's something I deal with yeah. too all the
0: times. Uh, I listen to all my older music that I release and I'm like, my God, I should have cut, like, it's just, you don't need all that shit in there, man. Yeah, but it's too late. It's already out there. Yeah. Oh well.
1: I bet that's the same though with like video game designers. Like once there's once it's done, like five six years later, like why did we do that whole that yeah. whole feature that was just a gimmick or or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, That, that like,
0: definitely does yeah. happen. They try to bloat, like bloatware. They get put so many too many features in that don't really move the core experience along, sure. and they spend less time refining the core experience. Yeah.
1: Well, then again, you have like then you have like sports games where. It's basically the same game, few that's updates true. like every year, and it slowly evolves. But like, I don't. Do you play a lot of sports games? Uh, no. The only ones that I I play I've played recently like is uh, FIFA. I I that's really the only sport I can I can handle in general because it's like forty five minutes of action, no commercials, <laughs> and like yeah. another forty five. But yeah, no.
0: I, I, I played FIFA on the PS One. I remember liking it. Yeah. But that whole you bring up that sports game model, it's a great model. I bet it makes a lot of money. Yeah, for a relative small amount of dev work because yeah. you're, you're tweaking the. Generally, unless you're sometimes between consoles, they'll do like a a big evolution of a, of sure. a series. But yeah. generally, you're going like five games, yeah, six games maybe if you're pushing it. That are basically the same game you're just refining and re-releasing every year. Yeah,
1: and and then like they'll 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 do a lot with the online communities too, like kind of change it up. But it's basically the same stuff since like the 360 and PS3 generation. Like, for the most part, like, online hasn't changed a ton uh, with those games either. So, I don't know. I I don't understand why they just make a new game every year. I I think it'd be better to just have, like, okay, like, this is the FIFA for this gen system, and then they...
0: We're just going to support it. Yeah. Do updates and make it better and better and better. It's
1: like how, like, Overwatch has it where it's like, it's the same game, you know. That's a really good point. Yeah. I've never... Why don't they do that?
0: That does make...
1: Well, I understand why they don't do it. So they can sell you a new game every year. Because <laughs> people would still pay for
0: jerseys, yeah. custom jerseys, cut co- like yeah, what do you call it? Cosmetic shit. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's Skins gonna pay and, for cosmetic shit.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: That makes so much more sense. I wonder why do you think sports that will move to that model? Because I don't Destiny in those Could games be. as a service, yeah. Overwatch, which is free. Is Overwatch free from the? Uh,
1: the game. Do you pay for heroes. If you play online, yeah, it's it's it doesn't have its own its own like cost, but you just need like Xbox Live or PS
0: PS okay. Online
1: if you're playing on console. PC though. If
0: you're though. on P- PC, it's free. Uh,
1: no, you just have to buy the game and then but everything. So it's so a one-time yeah purchase. Yeah,
0: and you get all the, all the characters. Yep, all
1: the characters and uh, maps, all the free updates. And then what are people paying for? Skins. Skins. Okay. Yeah. Cosmetic stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I bet Overwatch Loop is just in the money.
1: Yeah, I think they're doing pretty well. And they, they have the eSports thing kind of. That p- helps. Yeah. yeah, I saw it on, like, a Disney channel. There's, like, a Disney channel that's for, like, eSports and stuff now. But. You play a lot of Overwatch? Uh, I used to. I uh, I haven't played it so much lately, just because like the ho- the internet where I'm at is just not good. So <laughs> just not that good enough. Yeah, just like when I'm traveling, like in a hotel or something, no, it's I like get it. yeah, it's not good enough to play online.
0: I don't do a lot of online because of that. Yeah, because it's usually just getting smashed. Minus there's some games. Uh, do you ever play Last of Us on PS3? Uh,
1: I played a little bit of it. I didn't go all the way through it, but have fun- you ever tried the multiplayer? No.
0: Oh man, that's too bad. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty damn good.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I just remember it looked really cool. It was like it was one I watched my roommates play a lot of, and I was like, this, Yeah, this is awesome. But there's
0: a what other ones? I tried. A, I got into a MOBA called Smite. Smite. Okay. It's like a League of Legends. Yeah, but yeah. It's a third person. Okay. And you play as like gods. They have gods from like every culture, nice. every age in the era, whatever. And you pay. I ended up paying like I think it was like eighty bucks. You can get all gods for life. Any new gods that come out, so it's all the look, gods for life. All the gods for life. Yeah, it was. Uh, Is I got way into that, but I nice. done, haven't done a ton of online because you just. If I can get with people that are my homies and yeah. like, we can get a, like a lobby together and play, sure something co op I like online. But yeah. hopping on like something like Fortnite or Apex, oh yeah, like, <laughs> I dude, I I talk about games yeah. a lot I do the podcast, but I realistically sneak in maybe an hour to two if I'm lucky a week. Yeah, and then I'll binge. There'll be like one or two games a year. I will yeah. just be like, sorry. Life, like I'm binging this shit. I'm playing this, it's game. happening.
1: Yeah, this is happening. Oh man, that was that was me probably like when Skyrim came out because I was such a huge Oblivion fan and I was like waiting so long for Skyrim and it came out. And even though I was pretty disappointed, I still binged it Were for you,
0: like initially when it first came out in Skyrim.
1: Ah, uh, it was it was like a little bit of both. Like I loved it and I hated it from the start because Cause like, that's
0: held as like a I never I didn't get game. into it, but it's, it's a like good a game. It's almost one of those games. It's like Radiohead. You can't talk shit on Skyrim.
1: Yeah, I mean, most people really love it, um, and it is it is one of the best RPGs. Um, there's just a lot of silly stuff about it that I I always thought that I looked, could go. On. It looked like clunky. Yeah, the I, I don't know if you played if you played Oblivion 2, It wasn't. It wasn't, like, the most polished combat system or anything, but it was just fun. And it had, like, the classic RPG feel. Um, I think yeah. I played...
0: Obliv- is Oblivion the one where you, like... Part of the, the quest loop is you go through these portals and go to, like, this dark red
1: yeah, evil yeah. place and you yeah. shut
0: down towers?
1: Yeah, into Oblivion. And yeah. Yeah, Planes of Oblivion. I like that
0: game, but... I didn't like... Uh, it was a pet peeve I had when I was younger. Now I don't care. Sure. Because I came up doing JRPGs. Yeah. I yeah. didn't do any Western RPGs. I didn't have a PC really growing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I tried to jump from like, JRPGs to Western RPGs, and Oblivion was one of them. Yeah. And I didn't like how the characters scaled with you.
1: Yeah, like the... the what do you call that. Creatures mechanic. and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: because... What I liked about RPGs is like if I go and grind and do the work, mm-hmm. then go back, I should be able to merc those guys that yeah. used to be able to. Yeah. So part of the loop for me was like the reward for grinding was being able to smash something you weren't able to smash before.
1: Totally. And so it took the reward. Uh, I'm
0: like, well, what's the point of getting tough yeah. if like they're just going to be the same level as me?
1: Yeah, and I think Skyrim did fix that. Um, they they did it like based on geography. Uh, Work. So,
0: in the area, it would stay in a certain range? Yeah. Uh, that's how most, actually, modern... I know this. I played Assassin's Creed Origins, but, mm-hmm. like, fairly deep, and that's how it is. Okay. You pull up the map, and it has regions, and it'll tell you the level. Like, this is, like, generally, guys are going to yeah. be, like, 15 to 25. This one's going to yeah. be 45 to 15.
1: Yeah. I, I actually never played that, that one. I played the first, like, two Assassin's Creeds, and those were cool. Those are like, some of the first open-world games that I played that were, like, really really good just going on these these yeah. roofs in like jerusalem or whatever and just yeah i did the first two
0: skipped all of them and then when origins came out they were like the marketing what i saw on steam reviews was if you liked Two, this is like the closest best one since two nice and i it was good i put like 45 hours into it, which is a lot for me in a single yeah. game yeah now and i was not even like halfway through in the it was just too much game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Was it, like, grindy? Or was it just, like... Was there still... Uh, like, was the progression kind of, like, even-killed? Or it's hard did you have to, like, grind to get through sections?
0: That's hard to know because I have a... I'm a wannabe completionist. Okay. So whenever yeah. I
1: do an open-world game, the yeah. first
0: few areas, I'll get, like, every single quest. Yeah, yeah. And then I burn myself out and don't finish them.
1: Fair enough. But <laughs> it's hard to know yeah.
0: because... I'll, but that one... Because I I did – it did actually require some grinding because I would try – like, if a mission was, you know, four or five levels above me, it would start to get really hard. And then if it was so – a lot of games would do, like, a red skull or an X. Mm-hmm. Like, this yeah. person's way above your level. Yeah. Sometimes you get – like, if you're good enough, you can still make it happen, get yeah. better loot. That game I couldn't. And I actually ended up – Assassin's Creed Origins, those motherfuckers, are the only ones to ever – Get me to pay for experience, yeah, because <laughs> I didn't. It. So it actually, no, you're it is grindy as shit. now okay. I'm remembering because yeah. I was like, ah, I just, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to, and I paid like an extra eighty bucks, and it was not worth it. And I felt I had like buyer's remorse, and I've never done it since.
1: Yeah, that's funny. That's like, a, it's yeah. There's certain games online that I've I've heard of friends of mine paying yeah. a lot of money, a lot of money for. <laughs> For experience and stuff, and it just like happens slowly. But, yeah, I, I try to avoid any any sort of experience or like DLC unless it's I know it's going to be a good DLC. Like I did the uh the Zelda Breath of the Wild. that was like, it's a, a solid DLC. Yeah, you know, you yeah, know it's going to be good. some like You play that. The Witcher
0: three?
1: Yeah, I did play The Witcher. Did you 3, play Blood but...
0: and Wine? The uh, last yeah. DLC?
1: Yeah, I beat. Sweet. I beat both of those. uh Witcher is kind of a tough game. It's a tough game yeah i like it's I, hard, yeah. yeah, i played, i think I played on hard though um but yeah, Witcher... it is it, hard, it, yeah, <laughs> you have to uh,
0: i got fairly good towards the end where I felt like i had a i i had a system done, i used uh i think quen mm-hmm. the uh physical barrier, yeah
1: i yeah. use
0: uh, i my my loop would use that, and then um i didn't use any or other i didn't do a lot of potions. Um, unless it was like a boss I was struggling with. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I played it on hard though.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: like I found that with like a good skill loop and enough levels, sure. I could usually get to a boss for a hard area, four to five reps. Yeah, I'd be able to pass it. But yeah. there's a few where it's like, okay, okay, I gotta go get the right oil for my sword, ingest mm-hmm. the right potions, meditate, and like really used all the systems. Yeah. To get the buffs, and it was way more rewarding when I had to do that.
1: Yeah, it it's a fun game and like the really in-depth like cutscenes and storyline different side quests you can do
0: and the dlc was why i thought yeah. about it the and wine dlc
1: yeah is
0: in my opinion the best dlc it was a basically it's like a whole game a game
1: yeah 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 th- i was actually surprised and i like i had waited so long to to start doing the dlcs because the, the main game is pretty big yeah I was like, wow these are great um I, I mean, I got lost though playing Gwent for like I'd play Gwent for like hours, like just going around to the yeah. different towns to get my cards and stuff. Is like <laughs> the most clever little side arc in a game I've ever seen. Just like, yeah, game within a game. Ca- yeah. kind of like. Uh, did you ever play Knights of the Old Republic? I didn't, but yeah, that one was. People fun. swear by that game. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It had it had like a card game. Kotor, like Kotor. <laughs> yeah, Kotor yeah. <the> <laughs> clans. Yeah, no, it was fun. I, that was a
0: Xbox, right?
1: Uh, Xbox, and yeah, I think PC? I think just Xbox at first, and then yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's I don't was that think Bioware, it's was even on right? PlayStation. Yeah, Bioware.
0: Oh yes, right, because they did KotOR and Bioware. I tried it, but uh, again, I was yeah. transitioning from Japanese to Western. Yeah, yeah. But they came out with a game after called Jade Empire.
1: Oh yeah, I played Jade Empire. Yeah, Jade Empire, yeah. I thought
0: was badass. Yeah, I was able to catch me, but I missed. That was fun. I missed KotOR. I never.
1: Yeah, it they did have it on PC actually. Um, now it's even on like mobile and stuff. But it, it's pretty fun. It's it kind of it's like D and D. Uh, Star Wars is like the system. There was it's, a like, Star Wars MMO that people played a lot. Did uh, ever... yeah, the Old Republic. Uh, I think old oh, is that what it's just? It? Uh, I think Star I get those mixed up. I can't remember. Yeah, I didn't play it. You didn't play it. I just I couldn't really do MMOs just because like it's the consistency you have to you have to stick <laughs> with it and
0: <clears throat> I never I've never I tried uh, one that came out semi-recently called Black Desert Online okay because they kept advertising the character maker it was mm-hmm. really in depth in the action it looked like an MMO where it was, like the fighting looked like you're playing Devil May Cry like okay. it was really yeah. action I'm like oh. It's like an action game, but it's not just like click the mouse and wait for your cooldown. I'll try that out. But it was – one, it was, like, overwhelming. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the right path to go, what the classes mean, how to form this, how to form that. And it was was still pretty just, like, it looked cool, but really you were just clicking. There was no blocking or parry mechanic.
1: Yeah, the the action in those games was usually pretty poor. And then – I don't know. You you got to have people to play with, and so yeah. Um, I was I was actually gonna try to give wild WoW, wild WoW shot again, and then I was like, no, I can't, I can't do this. I don't have like, you know, twenty thirty hours to like commit to a clan or something. I yeah. can't, just can't.
0: Yeah. Well, you do you yeah. remember anything else from Super Nintendo that from stuck out to you? From
1: Super, uh, let's see. So, I mean, the main games we played were like. There was like a wrestling game that we played it was pretty awesome. I played a ton of Street Fighter 2, which I've heard is kind of like the, the the bad Street Fighter. I didn't know that. I always thought it was the best one cuz that was like the one I played. Street Fighter 2? Yeah. Is but, the bad Street Fighter? Someone was telling me that it's like that Street Fighter 3 was supposed to be the better one for a competitive and stuff.
0: Oh, for a competitive scene yeah. for sure. Okay. They don't people don't I could be wrong. Yeah. But for the most part I had a guy that's a semi pro Street Fighter player on oh, nice. but he's Street Fighter five. It's usually yeah, the newest yeah. one, has the yeah the biggest scene. Yeah. There might be like a small chunk of that scene that still plays Street Fighter two, but from what I know that is actually correct. Okay. He was saying yeah. before four and five came out, yeah. three was the standard for competition is still yeah. some people because it's the last 2d one mm-hmm. like purest. I, I know the smash communities like that with the gamecube smash yeah melee is the, from there like ah, yeah. this is the one yeah the gold standard yeah <laughs> yeah but two was and that's true that's a
1: good point that game is when you go back and play it it's choppy as shit it's true and it's it's even harder for me now like i've played even some ports and i'm just like I, d- I bought oh, yeah. it on Switch, yeah, the yeah, uh, the yeah. anniversary
0: edition, whatever. Yeah, same. I'm like, this is gonna be so cool, and you get like ten matches. Not uh-huh. even that, like six matches yeah. in. I get like, this st- sucks.
1: I get stomped by the computer too. Yeah. Like they just, they it's mess hard. Me up, yeah, and so. it's
0: like choppy. And I don't yeah. know. I did play a fighting game. I loved killer instinct on the 64 okay
1: no i played killer the actually the first killer instinct i played was on the the xbox one the oh the most recent the new one yeah it looks cool as shit yeah that was the one i I first played i wasn't a huge fan um i my favorite fighting games was like the soul calibers oh i like like the weapons the weapons yeah uh i haven't got they're a little bit of a slower game right uh it, it just depends. Like I think Soul Calibur 4 is pretty fast paced. Um maybe not quite as fast paced as Street Fighter, but it's kind of like in the middle between like a Street Fighter and like Dead or Alive. Okay. That kind of flow, I would say. It the combos are a little different. Uh it's not like so many quick little combos for your specials. Um but yeah, I've,
0: I've casually played that game. And I always plays Nightmare. Yeah. So I think he looks the coolest. Yeah. He's got an eyeball good. and a sword. He's good. And uh I like it. I remember the GameCube version had yeah. Link. Yeah. And that was like a big deal. People yeah. were
1: freaking out about that. Play with Link. Yeah, uh, that was Soul Calibur three. That was that was a good one. Yeah, I've I've played all pretty much all the Soul Calibers. Uh, I like those fighting games a lot. But there's there's really not that many good fighting games on like the on the Switch, which has been the console I've been playing lately. Like they have Mortal Kombat, but I'm not a huge Mortal Kombat fan either, so I'm just kind of picky with fighting games.
0: What are you playing on Switch? Because I basically only play like the 2D indie games that if they're if they're on PC and Switch, mm-hmm. I'll just get it on the Switch. And yeah. Everything.
1: And um, yeah. What are you? Uh, right now I've been playing. Of course, Breath of the Wild's always always around, and then uh, I'm playing Nino Kuni. Uh, wrath of the white witch
0: i never played that that was a ps3 game
1: yeah and they just ported it it's really fun it's it's kind of like uh i guess it's like the dragon quest games a little bit um but i i never really played those but that's what i've heard it compared to for those style of like uh jrpgs but it has like the studio ghibli art and music so it's really like immersive and it's fun uh other than that i've been playing dead cells a lot it's like Really dead shocked. cells yeah that yeah. game it's fast that game is the shit yeah it's so good yeah it's dead cells is fun uh and you get you get super like uh like spracked out with it it's because it's all fast paced and you, you it's start so
0: tight and yeah. so fast
1: yeah but uh... when first, like,
0: at first like I first i tried it a couple times i bought it early access because the art style mm-hmm. i liked that it was 2d but i could tell that that instead of actually being like pixel animation yeah, are taking 3D and like derezzing it yeah, and yeah. Uh, made it like okay it looks retro but it moves like smooth because the frame rate's really high and it's mm-hmm. not traditional like that was cool so I bought it I didn't know it was a roguelite, and for a long time, I hated roguelites.
1: Yeah, fair I, enough.
0: I just didn't get like What? I lose all my progress? That's, like, the fucking point. Yeah, Thanks. That's the funnest yeah. part of this shit. It's, like, yeah. progress. Yeah. I lose all of it? Like, this is the stupidest idea I've ever heard in my life. But I eventually, like... It actually wasn't Dead Cells. It was first... I tried it, like, two times. Mm-hmm. Didn't get into it. A game on Switch called Wizard of Legend. Have you played that? No, no. you got it. If you like Dead Cells... I got You have to get Wizard of Legend. It's probably it like down. 10 bucks. Wizard of Legend. Yeah, I got to write that down cuz that... it is the shit. We I, we can we can try to play a game after if you want. Word. It's it's got great co-op. Nice. But it uh it's top down and you Do you ever play Hyperlight Drifter? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So imagine you move like Hyperlight Drifter, you have like an unlimited dash. Mhm. But your wizards instead of like future, mm-hmm. and you have your four buttons. One's a dash. The other three are attacks. Yeah, and you can swap them out based on elements. Nice, so it's like, nice. And and you have you have uh, basically a, a regular attack, and then two specials, and your dash. Okay. And all of them you can swap out elements. It's like playing like glass Style or uh, Airbender. Okay. It's kind of like yeah. Airbender. You have yeah. your earth spells. You have your lightning. You have your wind. You have your fire. Your dark chaos. Yeah and they all have like pros and cons and yeah, like weaknesses thousands of isn't... combinations nice. and as you play the loop which is basically there's three bosses mm-hmm. and a boss rush most, mode at the end as you play the loop you unlock more spell combinations uh, there's okay. hundreds though That's so you're cool. like even though this the enemy variety it's not as it's not as good as dead cells as sure. far as variety and like progression you're just like yeah. the same quarters over and over again but it's as good as far as being fast and, like, yeah. cracked out, like, one yeah. more game, one more yeah. run, get... it nails it. Because then you get, like, yeah. well, I got that one new spell and, like, I want to do a run with that and see how that changes the meta and changes, yeah. like... Yeah. Oh, man, it'll suck you in. Get yeah, be careful. that sounds
1: good. That sounds fun. I like addictive games. Uh, it's funny, though, like, some games that I pay, like, 10 bucks for, end up playing them for 80 hours or something, and then, like, you get a brand new game that's $60 and...
0: Get sick of it time. after
1: like 10, ten hours.
0: Ah, dude, I, I like this year. I actually made a, a goal. I'm like, okay, I need to be really careful about games I buy because there's no point in buying these games that I don't play. Especially mm-hmm. when, if I buy them at lunch Yeah, and then don't play them for three years later. I just <laughs> buy it three years later when it's ten damn dollars. Yeah, and uh, I've been doing slightly better, but there has been a few. Luckily, Steam has a refund. Oh You have two wow. days. No way. I didn't know that until recently. That's... And I snagged... Yeah. Do you ever get the Dark Souls? Any of the Dark Souls yeah. games? Okay. Yeah. So, I snagged a game that came out called Code Vein. It was mm. like anime. Uh, anything that's like Dark Souls, mm-hmm. I, I usually just get. Okay. Hands down. I love that sort of style. Yeah. And I got it. And the, the gameplay was tight, but I couldn't... I I like anime mm-hmm. to an extent. Fair and enough. It was just too anime and too yeah. cheap. <laughs> It was just overbearing. I'm like, just shut up. I want to play. Whereas Dark Souls, I actually liked the lore. Oh, yeah. And I liked the storytelling and the world building. And I'm like, you know what? That's part of it. Mm -hmm. If you just have Dark Souls, just the battle mechanics, without the world and the lore, I couldn't do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I liked the lore. It was more like implied stuff. It wasn't like... There wasn't a whole lot of like exposition like some narrative di- right? yeah no one t- sitting there and telling you what but the there plot was a is. narrative
0: you could kind of uncover
1: sure yeah. yeah and you start to kind of get in these different zones and you're like oh wow like yeah dark souls 1 had one of the best feels that i've ever played where like i, yes. I start in the game and like i'm in i think undead berg and it's just so medieval and like gothic almost and i was just like dark souls one is a magic
0: that i've never been able to get back to
1: yeah it's my it's my favorite dark Souls still for sure yeah
0: did you uh did you did you have a problem with going to the graveyard with the skeletons at first over and over and not knowing
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean almost every part was tough like the first couple times you go through it it's there's always like something new yeah and here and there that like uh, like there was the butterfly boss that was never tough, you know, just like a really easy boss. But then, like here and there, just some, even like when I go through it, other times, like here and there, it's still tough for certain bosses, like uh, yeah, uh, Dragon Slayer and 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 Smo or whatever. Yeah. And it, oh my goodness. seen and Smo is just, or Smough, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. is. Uh, oh man! Yeah, the it, first time that oh, I love it, but damn, I also hate it. Oh man! I. Just, just getting that far in the game, it, it was, it was hard it's the hard. first time, and then, and even getting to them,
0: like that. I remember for those of you that played this, sorry, uh, but it's <laughs> yeah. getting to them when you get to yeah. Ann Orlando and you see it, and then you got to go like, and there's the black, the archers, mm-hmm. and you got to do the go whole the catwalk thing, yeah, and then you finally get there, and you finally like, and then right before them, there's a shit ton of enemies. Oh yeah, <laughs> eventually you can learn, you can just sprint and go, yeah, say, whatever, but. And you finally get there, and then they just crush you. And I that one, and I summoned people all the time, and I run out of soapstones. Yeah, it was probably that might so be. Relatable. I had a hard time with the final boss of Bloodborne, which is weird because most people say he's easy.
1: Yeah, I never played through Bloodborne. I need to. Nah, still, it's everyone it's tells really me. Good. Yeah, and then I had a hard time. Oh, did you play Sekiro? No, I haven't yet. Oh, it's, it's brutal it, as fuck, dude. Is it harder than? It's hard. Yeah. It broke me. I haven't beat
0: it. Like, I quit. I got, like, a little shy of halfway through, and I'm like, I just need to come back to this. Because I didn't realize it was going to take me 60 hours to get good enough to play through the 30-hour campaign. <laughs> and it's really... It's not that hard. It's, it insane. does not play like Dark Souls at yeah. all. Yeah. It plays, like, op- opposite. Like, it punishes you for trying to play it like Dark Souls. And it's so ingrained mm-hmm. to, like, that type of gameplay now unlearning those habits and like re-pulling back and being like this game is mechanics are completely different it's very very it's hard man. Do you
1: level up or is it just that you, you have do. to get better? Okay. But not near as much
0: Okay, like it's the stat system like there's no there's no builds Okay, it's more like a like a Borderlands where you have a, a skill tree that mm-hmm. you can't get everything in the skill tree so you sort yeah. of choose mild play style but there's, you know, my playthrough and your playthrough is going to be fairly similar. Like it's not like you can be a mage and you can be a two handed strength build. Yeah, that makes it's, sense. Kind of. It's yeah, it's way more funneled. Mm-hmm. You get strength and defense. There's no. Uh, there's no picking your stats when mm-hmm. you get a level up. It's not like I want to put something into strength. There's none of that. You yeah. Just, you get items that raise your strength. Items that raise your defense, and then you unlock skills. Okay. Like moves. And yeah. That's it. Wow. But it's still but the it's a mechanically it's their best game like the tightest most polished game for sure
1: and does it have like pretty good story or is it
0: he, i'm not far enough to know yeah the setup the setup is is actually they they uh, like he always does they tie in the birth and redeath mechanic into the lore okay so that's, that's cool. pretty cool you know there's like a curse that he has and um, he, it's something to do with a bloodline. Like, there's a certain bloodline that has this ability that you'll be reincarnated at shrines if you die. Like, you're undying. Nice. And uh, but they haven't explained that. and You're trying to rescue a prince that is like the last person with that bloodline, and that's about as far as I know.
1: Nice. I'm it's sold. pretty.
0: It's pretty dope.
1: Yeah, I'll have to try it. I, I haven't been able to play too much uh, like PlayStation lately, but it's it's nice that. You can get these games now, and if you want to, you can just get them digitally. Uh, just do you have a, a PS Four? Yeah, I got. Have a you PS4. tried Neo? Uh, I played Neo a little bit. I I couldn't quite get into it. I didn't I didn't ever like buy it. I just played it with a friend. Uh, and like it seemed really good, but it was it also was pretty tough. I was like, I got I'll it's have hard. to sit here and get kind of used to these yeah these it's different definitely mechanics. Faster.
0: I don't think it's as hard as Sekiro. It is more Diab. It de- depends on what you like. If you like more. Have you played borderlands or diablo yeah, yeah. I so it's more like loot based like you're con, you're constantly getting like small variations of different loot but yeah. then you could break them down and get certain stuff to craft with so yeah. you're always like looking at loot like do i want that yeah. actually i can take that i can dismantle it that's I'm, cool i'm farming this whatever so that part is really addictive as far mm-hmm. as lore goes bullshit like, it's like cheesy anime whatever yeah forgettable but the action's awesome and the loot, and the constant new gear, mm-hmm. and the builds—that's the opposite of Sekiro. Neo is even more wide than Dark Souls. Yeah, you can go like completely, totally. You go on the internet, and there's hundreds of builds that people have figured what? out. Yeah, and all of them have these crazy ways. The, the end game is very, very hard. Mm-hmm. It's like Destiny. You basically have like raids, okay, where you have to go with someone online, and you all have to have like the best builds to yeah. even make it through. Or you're done. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, one of my one of my colleagues, he plays Destiny, and he's just like, "You yeah, have to give, I have to commit for like fifteen hours to it's, yeah, to level time. up to do this, well, so I can do it. this yeah. raid." And I was like, oh, "That's a lot of commitment." I it's it's funny how video games were like always seen as something you do when you're slacking off, and now there's like all this, all these like this commitment. You can you can enter into playing online games. Well, when you
0: did have time as yeah. a kid. Yeah, and you got a 64. Was your first? Yeah. What game did you? What game did you sink the most free young adolescent time into? Oh, the good days, the glory tough. days.
1: That's tough. Uh, probably, probably what we we sink. I think more time into the Genesis, just like because of like what was going on in our life. Nice, because like, we played, we were playing sports and stuff too. Um, but probably the games. I spent the most time on was, like, yeah, probably this, the either the old Sonic games or, like, there was this... There was actually, like, a hockey game on, on Genesis, Genesis that was NHL so good. NHL something.
0: Yeah. And you get stars. Yeah, 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 yeah I know what you're talking
1: about. We played tons Damn. of the hockey game. Uh, Damn, I forgot about that. That was, yeah. like, Wayne Gretzky before Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. On the 64, yeah. 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 yeah, and, I mean... Because I was... And I was still pretty young, though, when, like, the PS2 came out. Like, which was pretty solid system overall. And so... That, Did you guys get a PS2 after the 64? Uh, yep. So we got a PS2. Uh, and then... Yeah, and PS2 is just playing, like... Uh...
0: Is that your... What's your, like, main console? Would you say that?
1: Probably PS2 was, like, PS2? the most... Yeah. Most played. Like, total hours and everything in the...
0: That's crazy. You're only 283, right? Born
1: 83?
0: 93. Oh, I heard 92. you completely wrong. Oh, Holy no. shit, that makes way more sense. I'm like, how's that possible? Because <laughs> I was born in 85, and PS1 was like my magic console. I'm yeah. like, that's only a couple of years different. Like, this is not 90. 90- yeah. Ah,
1: no. you're a baby. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. you are a baby. Yep. You're barely an adult. Barely, man. Damn. I'm lucky. He's a baby.
0: Well, that makes way more sense. Yeah, so PS2.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I played PS1, too. Like, we played... uh, I didn't have a PS1, though. My best friend had one, so we'd play a lot of games there, like uh, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro. Uh, There was, like, this Hercules game played, uh, Metal Gear. Tons of good PS1 games as well. Damn, that's
0: a... Yeah, speaking of bad hearing. 93, all right, so... PS2. Changes I did everything. play a lot. PS2. I was a little bit older than you. Yeah, that makes sense. So PS2 is going to be like an early one, and then was uh, what would have come out after? Did you get into a 360?
1: Uh, yeah, we had a 360, uh, and I, later on I got a PS3. On 360, I played like a lot of different, a lot of different games. I just remember that thing dying on me though. Like we had. I think we ended up having, like, three or four 360s because they would just die. It was like Red the Ring of Death, probably? Yeah, just the first console that would just die that on you. That blows
0: my mind that that console survived for yeah. having such a massive problem. Everybody oh, had Red Rings of Death.
1: It was, so, like, a stock 360 versus the stock PlayStation. No contest. No contest. Yeah. Like, Dude, the,
0: the PS3, the original launch one that was yeah. physically backwards compatible, oh. I had one of those. It eventually did die on me, sure, yeah. but we're talking, like, an ungodly embarrassing amount of numbers. <laughs> yeah, hours yeah. were probably put on that console. Yeah. But I want to go back to PS2, because I did sure. probably overlap a little on PS2. Yeah. Uh, what games stick out to you on PS2?
1: Uh, PS2 played a ton of, uh, like, the NBA Street game was one of the first ones we played, and uh, tons of grand theft auto like ssx tricky and yes
0: ssx yeah,
1: ssx 3 played that um even had like the lord of the rings games on playstation 2 it was Did pretty your fun parents,
0: were they cool i always ask, people bring yeah. up grand theft auto i always yeah. ask like because for me it was this it ended up being a little bit of an issue yeah yeah because they saw shit on the news yeah but right
1: um i don't know like we at my house it was It was pretty much chill. Like, my mom didn't really go through my game inventory. Like, that wasn't... And, like, she let us rank games, like, whatever we wanted, really. Yeah. Um, But, like, one of my other friends, yeah, we kind of had to sneak at the Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) You know, like, later at night, and it was, like, a borrowed copy
0: Yeah. uh, like, Grand
1: Theft Auto 3. And then by the time San Andreas came out, I think my mom was just like, All right, they're going to play whatever they want to play, and they're not going to shoot up a place, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, they were pretty questionable, though, too. Like, even from the loading screens, you're just like looking over your shoulder. Yeah.
0: Like... My parents always walk yeah. in at the worst times. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Grand Theft makes. So you played Grand Theft Auto Three, Vice City, and San Andreas. Yeah, I all played of? all
1: all the Grand Theft Autos, and honestly, I didn't even play the story. I just like the open you world. Just messed around. Yeah, there. sandbox and driving, like just listening to the ridiculous radio stations. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's there's so many more. It's like one of those things. that's like yeah, it's, it can be hard to remember, uh, just because like you go to the next gen and then. But I don't know some of the. Like some of the games that uh, I played in that gen, because like we, like I said, we had the Xbox too. Like the Mass Effect games, I played oh. put tons of hours into Mass Effects. Those were like so you you did play some single player
0: like narrative games.
1: Oh, I love yeah, like single player RPGs too. I love like uh, like Oblivion is probably the game I've put the best the mo- one, yeah, the most hours into. Like I've Mass been,
0: Effect was a big deal for me because yeah. I was probably so yeah, I'm quite a bit. How old were you, do you remember, when the first Mass Effect came out?
1: Oh, probably like, I want to say like 15, 16. That's a
0: pretty solid game for a 15-year-old. Because I was, uh, I think I was probably like 21, 22 Mm -hmm. when that came out. And I love, sci-fi is my favorite genre. And there was never like a video game like Mass Effect before with like a really well thought out. Like these these choices where it's like, man, both are kinda bad, both are kinda good. Yeah. There's no clear like hero, clear bad person. And I remember what stuck out to me is the codex. Yeah. You go into the menu and they would like they had all the lore was built out. They would explain these are how the guns work. Mm-hmm. These are how the shields work. This is like and then they had all this history. They had all the races and it was so dense. And that's the first time that I remember I'm trying to think PS two. I mean there was Metal Gear yeah uh, probably the first time i got into a world not just a narrative but yeah. the, the world of a game was yeah. mass effect
1: mass effect was good at that and it was everything was so believable too because he
0: felt grounded yeah. even though it was not yeah at all
1: but, yeah, yeah. It, and yeah the the space exploration was really cool i just excellent soundtrack too like the yes. just these nice ambient synths and like yeah. I it's funny cuz like even recently when I've gone back and played them sometimes like I'll I'll start playing and then I'm in the menus and the the music's so nice I'm like, "Dang, I just I should probably just start making some music." Like yeah. and I'll close the game and I was like, "Ah, oh, I want to make music like this. It's so cool." Like I just love the that awesome vibe that it brings in, so yeah. that's a
0: magic there's definitely been games where sometimes I'll just go to a town mm-hmm. you know, bef- especially when I was younger before you could just listen to the soundtrack yeah. yeah. I would like go like, I remember there was this town in a game called Sukkotin 2 on PS1 mm-hmm. and I would just like load the game up go to the town and let it sit Yeah, because I just liked that background that ambient like, yeah. chill music in the background yeah, Man. Mass Effect was great. I actually, the opening to the opening, I had this weird thing with title screens. Sure. Uh, when I was a kid, when I I'd, I'd get so excited to go rent a game, mm-hmm. I got old enough to like ride my bike to Blockbuster. At the time, it was generally like a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo game, maybe Genesis. Yeah. And I always like thought the artwork and the music was like, uh, the title screen was kind of like this big moment. Yeah, yeah. You got this new game and like. How cool is the title screen going to
1: be? It says something about the game.
0: It's something about the game. Yeah. and that's, It's almost like album covers or maybe... Or even the booklet in games now isn't a mm-hmm. big deal. But I still have this thing where I get very excited about title screens. And I know the new Mass Effect Andromeda Everyone Hates. Yeah. I actually liked it. One of the dopest title screens. <laughs> with like the intro. And it's like... Did you see Blade Runner twenty forty
1: nine? Uh, I've I've seen bits and pieces on. No. See, and I've I've read Philip K. Dick. I'm a huge Philip K. Dick fan, and it's just like, I don't know. I've never just been in the right time and place to sit and watch it. You might. That might be one to. where
0: I'd say like, wait until you, someone's doing a screening in a theater. Yeah. Because it's like, anyway, I was trying to bring it. the The soundtrack we're talking about sound and mm-hmm. there's something there's a certain vibe or sound that. I heard a lot in mm-hmm. that soundtrack that actually the only place you really hear it in Mass Effect Andromeda mm-hmm. is like this loading of this, and they had this synth. I don't know how to yeah. explain. It. It's hard. Yeah, I'm sure if you heard, it, you'd be like, "Oh, I know what you mean." Mm-hmm. And it, it just makes that title screen like, "Ooh, the game was a little bit let down." But yeah, that opening, like new Mass Effect, new galaxy. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, it's here! There was, there was a lot of excitement for it, and then it was it. It kind of was like a. Yeah, I didn't hear a ton about it. It kind of fell off my radar. I I beat it, but
0: it's the the absolute best Mass Effect mechanically speaking. Okay, just like the combat is fucking amazing. The combat is not just better than the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Like light years better than the rest of them. Wow. The story is light years worse. The lore, the and like there's one new alien race. There is like some cool. There's, I think, a nine planets you can land on and actually drive around and explore. Mm-hmm. There's some cool exploration. Enemy variety, lore, story is like it's so bad it makes you wonder: Is how did this yeah. turn into a Mass Effect game?
1: Why can't we just have it all? But
0: just... the combat was so good and addictive. I'm like, I'm gonna. It's Mass
1: Effect. I'm gonna grind through it. I, it's it's funny to me. Like I've I've been kind of curious. Like it seems nowadays that maybe. It's easier for developers to make a game that they know isn't going to be perfect. It's going to basically just maximize that profit margin, even if they have to invest it's less money. It's not going to be a big hit, Yeah, but they don't risk. Exactly. But I think
0: uh, what I think that game actually costs a lot. I think they rebooted it. Dang. Maybe that not, example, but yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. that sense where it's like, oh, this is one of those games. Like, it's just...
1: It's, like, just it's in, good enough to yeah. sell pretty much what they would have if they would have made it a badass game. Yeah. I don't know. I I could be wrong. But it's, like, there's – I don't know. Especially for me because I like single-player RPGs uh, a lot of times. And it seems like – It's a
0: rare thing. Yeah. That is a really solid one. They're, yeah. I, I just think they're really
1: risky. They are. And, I mean, even, like, like Bethesda, they could surefire make another Elder Scrolls that would sell – but they're not even like thinking about it right now. It's not even like on. I mean, you think they're it, not going to do it No, skills? they're going to do it. It's on the radar, but I don't think it's in production right now. I think you don't, it's you don't, no. Nah. I think they're working on other stuff. They just they just want us to have to wait. And just did you ever play you know? Dragon Age? Yeah, I played the first and second Dragon Age. I didn't get all the way through on them, and then I tried to play Inquisition. Origins? I tried to play Inquisition, like, five or six times. Oh, Inquisition. Times, yeah, yeah. And I, I could not. Really? I like I, I tried to get into it so much, and then what happened was, like, I just, I figured out it was, like, when I was hitting creatures, it just wasn't satisfying. There was no, like, tinks and like, like I don't know. I played like, as
0: the mage, so maybe yeah. that was different. Yeah. Actually, I actually ended up playing, because you can switch. You play, I know what you mean. It had very, like, MMO-y feeling, like, flowy yeah.
1: combat. Yeah, like, just when I was hitting stuff, it didn't feel like I was hitting it, whereas, like, when I'm playing Dark Souls... Oh, it feels like I'm hitting it. No, you were, like yeah. There's weight. Like, oh. There's weight to yeah. that shit. It's it just, I don't know why. that To me, that little, like, tactile response, like, maybe a little... A good
0: middle ground, you might have already played it, and it just got released on Switch. Mm-hmm. Dragon's Dogma.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I just got the Darker, Dark Risen. Dark Risen yeah. on Switch? Yeah, I started playing that, um, and then I'm it's, just... Yeah.
0: It's a hard learning curve. I remember I played it on PC when mm-hmm. they came out, of, like, the darker risen or dark other version on pc because it was a ps3 game Mm -hmm. 360 game originally and uh it took me i tried it like twice where i'm like "Ah," and then like the third time i sat down i got to a certain point i hit like a mob of enemies that was really hard and it forced me to like okay how's this combat system work yeah because i can't just spam my way through this and once i started figuring out and getting to the gameplay loop it's like, oh, I see why this game is a cult classic.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's good. The flow is really nice. Shot. I'll have to... Yeah, I need to just, like, have uh, uninterrupted time and just, yeah, go through it. But, I bet
0: the Switch version is good. I try to... Uh, I love the uh, the Switch versions of Final Fantasy uh, IX. Nice. The, how they have, like, the fast-forward, the save and load at any time, the quality of life improvements. Yeah, that's... that's important m- for those retro games.
1: Yeah, I've... Everyone told me, to like... Basically, if you if you haven't played Seven at this point, it might be hard to get into. Because I really didn't I didn't do too many JRPGs, but I've been thinking about it because everyone just tells me it's like you know changed their life. So like you know there has to be something there. But it's it's funny because like I kind of just played what was available to me, and then I don't know know. if
0: they're hard. Like a a few of them I go back and play, and I still like there's still magic there. Seven, which is probably like the poster child of all of them. It's like I've, I went back and played it on PC with a bunch of mods mm-hmm. where like someone has used NVIDIA AI upscaling to like make all the backgrounds 4K, yeah, and then they have like swap out models. There's so all this cool stuff you can do on PC. So it was like a my like a half baked HD remaster version, yeah. And I got like halfway through it, and it was just. The writing was so bad, and I'm like, yeah. I don't remember this. When I was 13, this was way cooler. <laughs> it's not as cool. <laughs> it's not that cool uh, right now. Uh,
1: did you ever play Crystal Chronicles on the GameCube? No, but that was like the kiddie Final Fantasy. Yeah, year. it's actually really fun though. Like we, uh, you have to have four Game Boys and like the adapter, pa- the adapter cable. Oh, I
0: forgot. Yes. Yeah.
1: So it was tough. We had. Four P- We have four SPS between a group of friends, and so we've done some Crystal Chronicle uh, that, caravans. That sounds
0: like it'd be fun, though, because everyone—it's like a club. You all have to have this adapter. You all have, yeah. to have the game, the Game Boy, play together. It wouldn't make good for—I mean, land parties are some of my f-
1: yeah, favorite part-
0: parties of all time. Which yeah. Which that's—I mean, the four-player—that's like a mini land party.
1: Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Analog, analog land party with physical wires yeah yeah
0: some of yeah, yeah i have some really good memories of land parties which I, I wonder if they still have, i think i brought this up in a couple episodes mm. it's if if online gaming is awesome it's convenient and it's obviously making a lot of money and there's esports, and there's streaming it's it's his own thing but if that means less kids are having like local co-op experiences and land party experiences i feel kind of bad for them
1: yeah, it does take out some of the the charm, you know. There's just something different about
0: the magic of, like, Goldeneye when it first came out. And <laughs> you can have four people play at once, or even yeah. Halo. Yeah. Halo was a big deal. And I bet Crystal Chron- Chronicles would either be say, because that's like. Crystal Chronicles is an That's like. Now a lot of the modern online games. I've been playing this one a little bit called Remnant from the Ashes. Okay. It's like Dark Souls Western with guns. Mm-hmm. But it's. Like imagine if you could play Dark Souls instead of just summoning someone in that can kind of communicate with yeah, you. Yeah, can go the whole game with you co talk. Yeah, and like those experiences. That's how I admit, and that I had a lot of good time playing that. Like when you were talking about Crystal Chronicles, I'm like, mm. if I was playing that same game, but we were all four in this room,
1: yeah, it would be even funner. Yeah, that's what does it. And like with Crystal Chronicles, you can your combat, like you can uh, synchronize your spells to make them like more powerful versions. Yeah, which is, <laughs> which so is cool. Dope. But, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've wanted, like, I've been asking myself this question. Like, why hasn't there been a really, really good just full co-op uh, RPG? Like, even since, like, Fable. Because Fable is one of my first favorite RPGs. One. Yeah. And you had good morality system. You had, like, yes. really good uh, soundtrack. Danny Elfman actually did the, the theme. But, uh, yeah, just super good game. But just to be able to play with a friend all the way through, like, team up on bosses, kind of coordinate your builds. I think everyone's wanted that, like, uh, even if you could play, like, Skyrim, for example, Skyrim with friends, like, not Elder Scrolls Online, not MMO, just normal couch RPG. Yeah, yeah that's that's what I would like, but... We'll know. see,
0: we'll see if there are people, people do it. There's a game called Grand, Grand Blue Fantasy, mm-hmm. or something, that looked some anime I've never watched, but that's how it was described, I saw it, like, packs. Some news article on Kotaku or something, but it was described as a four-player sort of action-adventure RPG that you can play co-op with. Like, and each player needs to be like a class in the battle, yeah. otherwise you just have AI companions. We might get some of those. I think with Final Fantasy VII, you might just want to wait until the remake comes out next yeah. year. It's only going to be the first part of the game, mm-hmm. not the whole game. But interesting. They're just like, yeah, we'll just give you. Half. I might just wait because, like, the the original game, it's this like magic to it. But if you don't have the nostalgia, it yeah. might just be like, what the fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at screenshots and I was like, yeah, I remember when this was passable. Like, yeah, it's, it's old, man. It's funny though because I, I'm trying to think of the first game I played that was like, I was like, wow, what incredible graphics, you know? But yeah, hey, you kind of when. You,
0: When you you were born in '90s, so it's like you didn't live through the Super Nintendo and the PlayStation One. Like you already had PS2. Well, so we
1: we had Super first. So I play. I started playing Super. My friends saw. Oh yeah, your friends. But you were like five. Yeah, probably like yeah, age five, and then moved on to PS One, and then. PS2 was still inaccessible. I don't think I got a PS2 until it had been out for like two years. Okay, because they they were expensive. They were they
0: were expensive, and I think there was shortages. Yeah, the first, yeah. definitely
1: the first holiday season. Oh, people used Cause to it was like a DVD wait... player, and people yeah. were buying it just for DVD players. It's insane. I I do remember that people waiting outside and like camping to get consoles. That doesn't really happen anymore. Yeah. I don't think. That doesn't happen really. Like there's enough. Like There's enough. <laughs> we want to yeah. make money. We yeah. made enough. <laughs> yeah. The the Switch, I guess Nintendo does yeah. like the manufactured shortages. They do. And the, it blows my mind that all the games just keep their price. Like Zelda is still $60. Like I know. That's four, what sucks. Like four years The indie loop? games keep
0: their they will drop. But yeah, their first yeah. party titles, no bitch. No. You're paying 60 bucks. For
1: life. <laughs> For life. <laughs> yeah. As long as they, it's printing full price. And then yeah. they'll stop. And then they'll wait. They wave. can do that though. They yeah. have...
0: Nintendo's like... Uh, sort of like the Apple? Maybe of the video game world? Like they just like... Yeah. We have our system, our universe, our first like... You're buying yeah. into that. Yeah. We have a little bit of like the th- indie stuff on the switch now mm-hmm. there's a lot of indie games on there but yeah most people are buying the switch to play nintendo games yeah
1: yeah i mean if there was no if there was no zelda if there was no super smash it wouldn't prob- matter. i'm not buying it most likely yeah. like i that's kind of like the the entry point for me and then i'll get all the other all the other little games i i randomly pick up games on switch all the time though it's like just, oh, it's on sale. Oh, Have sure. you played Katana Zero on Switch? Katana Zero? Is that like a one? Oh. you never played Katana Zero? Oh, is that the... I
0: love it because I'm going to take credit for... I'm going to take... You're going to remember me for life. <laughs> That's how good this game is. Nice. Yeah. I remember that guy. He showed me Katana Zero. Hell yeah. I had those memories of people who, like, who showed me a certain band, that I ended up falling in love. I'm like, oh, totally. I remember John. Yeah. He showed me that band. Yeah. Katana Zero. Uh, Katana Zero. Zero. Yeah, show me. It is a... Uh... I'm just going to show you. Let's
1: do. Uh, that doesn't look like it's gonna be. Just show you some actual gameplay. Oh, f- damn! That looks good. <laughs> yeah, no, you have. MMA f- at all? Uh, yeah. I actually watched the. I watched the. This last fight with Israel Adesanya.
0: About that too. So you uh. The main mechanic. I'll turn it down so we can talk. That the main mechanic way, is the premise is is you take this drug called Chronos, uh-huh. and you, instead of actually playing, you um, you can go th- ahead in time and go through like variations of scenarios. Oh wow! So this is actually showing the video when he's already done it perfectly. Yeah. Um. So he'll fast forward, and you're being like videotaped by by whoever your your handler is. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you die and you immediately reset. It's a very fast. Okay. And uh, everyone's one-hit kill. You're one-hit kill. Yeah. are one-hit kill.
1: Uh, okay. And you
0: just you go through it really, really fast. Let me get to some freaking game. This is like... It's got a really cool story, too.
1: I love the, that uh, this style. Is actual gameplay. The animation. And uh, the, the
0: graphics, the animation. It's got what they call a real-time pixel lighting. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of Sprite Lamp? No. Sprite Lamp is like uh, one of the earlier technologies that came out... It basically lets you do like real-time lighting, mm-hmm. the sprite work, which normally, if you wanted different lighting sources, you'd have to reanimate all of them with different colors.
1: Uh, okay. And, uh,
0: so it's one of the first games on Switch to use that, which was how I heard about it way back in the day. Mm-hmm. But uh, you play this samurai, you take this drug, you can go ahead in time. It's super gory. <laughs> It's shit too. It's awesome, wow. and it's all like uh, '80s like synth neo wave. Cool. And everything's run through like at, they like. Audio wise they actually ran everything and resampled it through VHS tapes and tapes. Nice. Get that sound. And what happens is the premise is, is you're being videotaped, but you can like basically medit you can go through and as you die go back in time mm-hmm. and then try and try again. Yeah. And so and you have a rewind mechanic. You can nice. slow down time and you can rewind. And when you rewind the whole soundtrack like slows down like a tape is rewinding and that is all cool. the little effects. and So you'll see some fast gameplay. So you'll die a bunch of times.
1: But you're okay, just so boom, you just reset.
0: And then you just, uh, yeah. boop. Oh, it
1: takes him back. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really cool.
0: And then you play it again.
1: Nice, until you finally get it perfect. And until
0: you, you can go through the run perfectly. Yeah. And then lore-wise, that's what he actually does. Yeah. The rest that's... of it's all in his mind because he's taking this drug. Yeah.
1: Oh that, wow, that's really cool. It's
0: a really cool premise. You can slow down time as well. Yeah. yeah and, uh,
1: it looks really cool. I can't believe I hadn't heard of this it one. It is badass. Yeah, I'm the story's awesome, pick that up. the
0: lore, it leaves a like a great it's like the sci fi world and they have they do a lot of world building and like the details mm-hmm. that if you're paying attention you get like a real sense of the world they're living in, the politics and like the state of the people. He's he lives in like this section eight housing and he talks to like his neighbors and yeah. like a little it's pretty cool
1: nice and then
0: the action is just boom boom
1: fast yeah it look it looks really cool and yeah, I, I i have a weakness for the the synth wave sound yeah, if, you, if stuff, you like that yeah. sound
0: you're gonna like it i'm a, I'm like a missionary for that game nice It's one of my favorite indie games everyone i recommend it to at least likes it yeah i mean i love it but sure they're like, that's a decent game
1: no it looks really good and i like i like side scrollers a lot um you ever played terraria what terraria terraria that's like a. it's kind of like a it's like
0: the ter- other it's like steam world kind of right
1: yeah it's like a, it's like a terraforming side scroller rpg type thing it's pretty fun like a
0: metroidvania uh
1: it's more like it's like a 2d to ter- uh minecraft kind of where i
0: think i've seen terraria
1: but you it's it's a little bit more rpg style oh yeah, yeah definitely it, seen this. i've been playing i played that one um been playing like 20xx on on switch as well now that they ported that and that's like in the Mega Man world
0: oh I, this this is not what i was thinking oh yeah this is like might you actually build
1: yeah like you build and whatnot and then on yeah with terraria you'll like uh, you have to get a, iron or whatever of type like of like ore side
0: scroller stardew valley kind of
1: yeah kind of uh less you know you you actually can farm stuff, but yeah, and you'll you'll just mine down into the earth, and it goes down super deep, and you'll find different minerals, and is then you like can make uh, a better. Every map is different. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's a randomly generated map, and then there'll be different like biomes that that will be on oh, each, yeah, each map. Yeah, yeah, but it changes like what's there and like what you what you can find on each one. You can play with friends. It's it's a I good can game.
0: See this being addictive. Yeah. Sometimes it, sometimes these, like, cutesy, like, simple building, mm-hmm.
1: they end up, like, sucking you in. Oh, this one, yeah, it's really addictive. I've put a, a good amount of hours on that one. Uh,
0: oh, I'll show you, uh, just going to sell you on Wizard, as, Wizard of Legend as well. Oh, yeah. Wizard of Legend.
1: I feel like it's one of those games that I saw on sell, and I was like... This could either be great or maybe it sucks. And so, like, I just never I never tried it, but it sounds like it'd be oh, damn it. damn like it's awesome. Bags. SoundCloud. Hey, SoundCloud is
0: aggressive with their advertising. Oh, I know. Dude, they're always going after me. All right. So, you can, like, uh, so I was saying the maps, it's not as good as Dead Cells. Like, it's just kind sure. of like the same rooms over and over again, but the, the gameplay loop really fast. So he's using like a wind build. His dash Mm -hmm. is fire. He's got wind attack and then a wind special. And you can play with uh, I think up to four people.
1: Nice. And
0: it just scales the the enemies and adds more enemies when you have more people. It's really fun. Yeah.
1: It looks cool. Like I like the animation style too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, That one looks awesome. Indie wise Indie wise the switch is Badass. I got... Yeah. There's a game called... If you like Metroidvanias, there's a game called Iconoclass. Mm. We're good Our style. Owlboy. I haven't I played I that. Seen ads Mm-mm. for Owlboy. That's amazing. I just got... Oh, uh, Blasphemous.
1: Blasphemous. Is it good? It's good. I, I've seen a lot about it, but I haven't played it yet.
0: It's... uh. Well, it depends on... It's, it's like Dark Souls in the sense it's slow and heavy. Yeah. The combat's very slow and heavy. Like, when okay. you get hit, you get hit. Yeah. When you hit, they get hit. Yeah. yeah. Die fast... It has it's like Dark Souls, you have basically the same mechanic. You have save points. If you die you can go back and retrieve your the currency in that game's guilt. Yeah. Like the whole thing's built around like medieval like back when the Catholic Church was torturing whores and yeah. cutting them in half and putting them in spite cages. Yeah. It's like all that. And like the yeah. the premises is just, you're trying to re you're like this. Undead person who keeps coming back to life because you need to repent mm-hmm. for your sins and you carry all this <laughs> guilt. Which I grew up Mormon, so like yeah. all that kind of plays in. Like I know what these words mean. Yeah. It's like Sort of like this world is cool. It's like a really extreme, like religious world. Yeah. Um, but the platforming is actually harder than the. So if you don't like platforming, yeah, like don't like dying, falling off a ledge, and then having to start all the way back at your save point. That's the sucky thing. So you get yeah, you're like. Working your way to a new bonfire, basically. Mm -hmm. But besides enemies, you also have platforming sections. Yeah, yeah. And when you die on those and it's like you start... At the last bonfire, I got to go through all the enemies and all the platforming again. It's like sometimes like, I'll just play something else for my last 20 minutes because... Yeah. So that's my only complaint. But when you do get to a new area, there's always new power-ups. The animation, the lore, the bosses are all unique. Every character... Has like a every enemy has a unique death animation, which is awesome. They're all gruesome and nice. really well animated. But that also has a mechanic. Like, did you play um, either like the new Doom twenty sixteen? No. Uh, did you play God of War on
1: PS four? Uh, no. I, oh, I. that's another one, it, dude. Everyone told me it's great, and like it's I, I played the best the game early made, God of Wars maybe. and I couldn't I couldn't get into what? them. What so the early ones? I was just like, oh, the older ones. Yeah, like, I don't know. They're nothing I, compared. I th- they're
0: they're, they're it's the same universe, sort of. Yeah. But they're completely different games. Okay. The whole, like, the old God of Words are like, they're like teenage fantasy action games.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got off Yeah. Of
0: they're like, you get to see some titties, which yeah. you didn't get to see very much. True. And you get to <laughs> bang them. It's like Grand Theft Auto. And you get help. And like, a little screen goes over. And you don't see anything. But yeah. it's like, oh. And then there's just outrageous violence. Actually, yeah. the God of War on PS4 is violent, but it's toned way back significantly from the last few God of Wars on PS3. Interesting. Um, I know we're, oh I was getting at it, uh, but there's, I've probably seen it in the games where there's a mechanic where once you stun an enemy or they get low enough, you can do like a, like a special kill yeah, or like a brutal a kill or something along the lines of that. Yeah. Blastomus has that. So not, this the, the density of the artwork and the animation is amazing. Every enemy also has like a, what you call like a brutal kill. Yeah. If you parry them or stun them the right way, mm-hmm. they'll like blink red. And that brutal kill gives you more experience, and more rewards. Nice. And they're like they're badass. It's like, it's like a f- Mortal Kombat finishing move, and each enemy has like a
1: unique. And you can kind of get into a flow yeah. with like, yeah, 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 kind of combo them out that way. It's badass. That's cool. Yeah, I I'll have to give that one a shot too. There's so many games. Like, I think, there's too many. Yeah, there really is. And but it's nice to have recommendations because you already know. Like, okay, well at least yeah. it's all right. Like, because sometimes I'll I'll want to take a chance on one, and then I'm just like, uh yeah. Not, not for me,
0: I think you just have to know what am I in the mood for?
1: Yeah, that's like, true. like, what do
0: I really want to play before I buy something, and then yeah. or when something's like blasphemous, I was pretty sure like I'm going to like it. My favorite my second favorite game of all time is Symphony of the Night. okay, I love Metroidvania, so okay like, I yeah, just, that that whole style. Like a really big interconnected map map that you have to backtrack and you can find secrets and you get more abilities. Yeah. You go back to an old area and you can access something new. Like that constant sense of progression. Yeah. Really gets me. So I'm like, okay, it's a Metroidvania. It's got all this religious overtones. It's super dark and bloody. It's like retro. I know. I'm basically sure I'm going to like this game.
1: Did you play Devil May Cry 4? 4
0: I did, not 5.
1: No, I haven't played five. I okay. stopped at four. I liked four. Yeah, four was it was crazy. That was a.
0: I didn't like Nero at first. Yeah, I was like, I want to play Dante. Yeah, but he grew on me. I liked the his arm, mm-hmm. like the
1: demon arm mechanic, yeah. and the I liked I liked his guns too. Like his uh, just like the, the powerful revolvers. You could like these revolvers. You just like charge them up and then it's Yep. Just massive shot. But yeah, that that game was really fun. I remember playing that like. It's uh, a good game. Yeah, it,
0: a, you think you do play as Dante, or he teams up with you? Uh,
1: yeah. Towards the end, you you can switch. Uh, yeah. You have Nero first, and then Dante, and then I think once you beat it, you can go through. The with, whole thing is Dante. Yeah, yeah.
0: I bought like the,
1: or maybe you have to beat it on like hard the special
0: but... edition on mm-hmm. Steam. Wow, it makes me so mad. So they came out with Devil May Cry for like enhanced mm-hmm. on Steam. Then they came out with Devil May Cry for the special edition. <laughs> Which was also full price. I didn't buy it. I'm like, did it have, like, new characters and yeah. even better graphics? I was like, yeah, I was kind of... That bothered me when 5 came out. I was like, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. I'm not going to do this four versions shit. Yeah. But uh, I kind of... Have you gotten spoiled with 5 at all? Are you going to no, play I, it? No,
1: I haven't played it yet. No.
0: You can watch the cutscenes on YouTube. I get put all the... Sure. cutscenes are amazing. That is some of the best cutscenes. The story is really good. I ended up nice. like... Fuck it. I'm just... Someone put together
1: a super cut of the whole game. Nice. And I'm like, all right. That's I'm the in. way to do it. Just watch it, and then you can just skip it while you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And That's the, uh, way to get. The, the story was like, I actually regretted it. I'm like, you know what? I wish I would have played it. Oh, uh, because okay. that was yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'll have to give it a shot. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Like, there really is so many games that, like, you almost have to, like, set aside time. Uh, for certain games you just do. like you know go all the way you through do. them not get interrupted with other gaming like just like start I think finish. of
0: gaming now almost as like because I do the podcast and it's just something I like mm-hmm. I make time like I need to make sure I make time to sort of still like find the magic in gaming find yeah. find like enjoy someone else's creativity Yeah, because someone put someone you know someone is just as passionate as I am about music or whatever I make mm-hmm. like this is someone's baby and like True. they put blood sweat and tears in there and if you if you open yourself up to that sounds cheesy but you have like these really every once in a while like games will be fun then every once in a while like and that's why i'm surprised you didn't bring a, you haven't played god of war the new one yeah yeah that game it's i'm not just high after first playing it like i was when i first played i loved it this i haven't played it's been almost a year wow. i didn't play it till last christmas break So I was a little late to the train. Yeah. I think it's still, I would still say it's probably my favorite game of all time.
1: Wow. Then I, yeah, I'll definitely have to give it a shot. I don't know.
0: I have, it's a lot of, it's like this dad relationship and Mm -hmm. now I have kids. Sure. So that hit me a lot harder where maybe other people won't resonate with. Fair enough. As far as story, like if you like high, triple A single player narrative. Yeah. Like that's, there's, that's the gold standard. Well, there's that and maybe like Last of Us, Naughty Dog Games, Uncharted. It's a little more cheesy
1: but yeah yeah i mean it's it's interesting how yeah, there's just so many different styles of games now that that can take on that single player uh like narrative like with the witcher for example it's definitely a lot of rpg elements and you can make girl do really you know whatever you want but there's still like this really deep story that's that's probably like the uh the most recent one that i really got into a story where sucked i sucked like, you in yeah yeah i was like i i care about these different these yeah, different yeah. Uh, races and kingdoms and
0: and you've like you know yeah. the world you want like you start yeah. to understand like oh these guys are that kingdom mm-hmm. and that kingdoms yeah it's and that's a dense game too there's a lot yeah. to learn yeah they do a pretty good job, I think, about welcoming new players into that game, though.
1: They do. And I went back and even started playing The Witcher 2. Uh, yeah, I tried. But it's, the combat is it's so. It's so shanky. Yeah,
0: it's, <laughs> bad. it's bad,
1: dude. I, like, the fact that it went from t- what it was at 2 to 3. To 3
0: is like, how did they pull yeah, that off?
1: That's like the most. The most improved game I've ever seen yeah. from, from one to another.
0: Speaking of CD Project Red, are, do you have you been following or are you stoked for Cyberpunk? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Maybe it, <sighs> it, it really reminds me of like Neuromancer. <coughs> have you ever heard, like seen the book Neuromancer? It, no. Yeah, it's great sci-fi. What um, is it called? Neuromancer. Neur- like. Neuro link, like you're yeah, like, like neuron and a necromancer, like neuromancer. mix. N- neuromancer. Yeah, keep talking about it. Yeah, it's just like it's one of the it's one of the classic sci-fi's that kind of it basically informed like the Matrix. That's it. It talks it talks about the Matrix. Know most stuff, yeah, most especially old-school. Yeah, neuromancer is what's up. It's I it's one of my favorite favorite books, but that's that's what cyberpunk looked like to me is like stuff I'd read in Neuromancer. Um, wait, so neurom I don't know if there's, is there a movie Neuromancer? Is that what you're looking, looking at right now? Is
0: Neuromancer the long overdue movie?
1: Trailer? Oh, I guess so. So it's just a book, um, that I've, that I've oh, read, but book. I guess that they have, it's a book. Yeah. Okay. But I guess they have that now, but yeah, uh, Neuromancer just had this sci-fi, really, really cool world described in it. And that's what cyberpunk reminded me of when I saw it. And I was like, wow. Plus, you know, CD project red, I, I didn't know of any other Polish uh, development companies, but they killed it in, in number three and uh, Witcher 3. Yeah, they three. killed
0: it, and they went, like I said, yeah. I'm glad you brought up a jump, because Witcher 3 is this big hit. They're legendary. People don't realize, the Witcher 1s, I tried that, because there was like a Witcher 1 and 2 sell on mm-hmm. Steam, bundled. Yeah. I already loved 3. I'm like, yeah, I'll go try the older ones. 3 was awesome. Yeah. And I tried 1 first and was like, what? <laughs> this... How did this even get released as a game? <laughs> this is some janky shit. Two was a little better, but still like, wow, this is yeah. really janky. Yeah. And three, and I also I got Witcher three at launch. Yeah. And The Witcher three at launch versus like even a year later. That, yeah. It's they, they, they really polished that game post launch.
1: Which is that it, that has totally changed how games are released now that they know they can keep patching it yeah or it's like with cartridge games you had to get that shit right the first time yeah you know it is what it is yeah that's the final
0: so rapid what game i guess would say i try to like ask people not necessarily the game Mm -hmm. but what is like the context of some of your favorite video game memories
1: yeah Uh, i think just how just playing them with like my friends my brother just like being able to like have something else going on that you know that is like keeping your attention and everything, but you're all still hanging out. Yeah. And then being able to kind of dive into and nerd out on these worlds together. Uh, I even remember playing like you know you'll you'll play like even RPG like single player RPGs with a friend like oh look 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 there's a chest like right oh, there. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah 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 that, that makes sense. Yeah stuff like that and I uh, I don't know it's just I think. Just some of that escapism, and just like, yeah. okay, we're in a a different world, and uh, I don't know. I think it's it's fun to just see all these different like different takes on how you can put a game together. Yeah, and there's there's like a lot of common threads throughout different games and stuff that works for people, but it's just so cool how like certain games just give you like a feeling, like a certain vibe, and the best games like. Every every part of it is reinforcing that the music and just the the artwork and um, for me that was like Oblivion just like super good medieval artwork and design and music and it was just everything was consistent to me and I, it just gave me that feeling every time from the moment I like loaded up the uh, the game. So yeah, know. it seems like Oblivion's like yeah. that that magic game for you. Definitely, that's yeah. that's the game I've probably played the most of. Um, and then I mean yeah it's one of those things where I d- how old were you when you played oblivion because i had this theory <gasps> yeah, yeah.
0: in order for a game to be like that impactful game that yeah. like, it's like you've got to be between like 12 to 16 yeah
1: it was in that range i think i was like i want to say like 14, yeah, 14 that makes sense when i played that and what was interesting too is because i had i had just really started to get into rpgs at that time uh like I started to play WoW a little bit and stuff like that, and I was like, okay, so this is a different style of game from, say Mario, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. And then I, so it was, it was like the perfect timing, and then I actually, I rented the game like twice, and I was like, barely getting out of the prison and everything, and I'm starting the game, and I'm like, well, like what do I do? Like this is
0: like <laughs> it's so big, yeah. And yeah. so I,
1: I didn't even get into it until like. Finally, later on, like I bought it again, like a used copy, and I was like, something clicked, and I was like, okay. Hours and hours just gone, <laughs> like that's, so uh, gone.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I've had that same thing happen where games that end up being some of my favorite games, like The Witcher Three, for mm-hmm. example. I, I, I did two runs at it. Yeah. And I was like, eh, just not. And somehow the third time, something came together, and was, oh, this is the shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was like Kingdom Hearts for me. Uh, oh, yeah, Kingdom. We don't
0: talk about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Kingdom oh.
1: Hearts three was the I felt absolutely betrayed by that game. See, I didn't even play it for that reason. Every, like, just because I I didn't hear anything good about it, and I was like, "That's bad." When you when waiting for so long for a game, if there's not like a rave about it at this point, like I'm I'm it's worried. It's so
0: bad. That
1: sucks. It's so
0: bad. But I was, was, like you, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. When I first saw it, I'm like, Final Fantasy and Disney? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. This looks lame as sh-what?
1: And you kind of, like, play with it. uh, And then something something catches you somewhere. Yeah. And you, you get really into it. That was one of the more challenging games on PS2, I thought. Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh,
0: Both of them, if, especially yeah. if you did like the uh, like the challenge end game mode. side quests, the challenges, yeah. the colosseums, yeah. getting the Ultima weapons, uh, beating Cloud in Kingdom Hearts One in the yeah. Coliseum, beating Sefer- Sephiroth. Kingdom Hearts Two was a bitch.
1: Yeah, I never even beat the final like in the challenge mode or anything like that. In two, like that was that was beyond they me. Were hard. Yeah, the first the first one though, I remember, I was like there's so so much early cutscene stuff and they're like sitting on this island and everything and I'm like what's what is going on with this story and then <laughs> so like we start getting into it and it, it was tough like I think there's there's a part where you can go to like one of three worlds and depending on the order that you go to like one's harder than the other you know? yes yeah like I think it's when you go to you can go to like Tarzan pretty early on it's like, pretty damn hard and I was like 12 and I was like how am I ever gonna do this and i remember seeing like the the strategy guide and the, you could like find all the different dalmatians and i was like he, there's all these dalmatians to find and yeah i was like what the hell yeah, back in insane. the day you have the internet that's strategy yeah. guys are where it was at oh yeah the prima guides yeah the i prima days yeah. yeah we i think so we had one for mass effect the first one because like you almost needed it like at least for me i was like 15 and it uh, yeah, I it remember saying that's a depth. big game for yeah. a fifteen-year-old. It was in depth, especially the first one. There was a lot more like inventory management than like two and three.
0: Two and three streamlined a lot of the yeah. the mechanics for
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. The also like I think Fallout New Vegas we played uh, with the strategy never, guide. But people love that game. Yeah. I tried.
0: Uh, I did not try any Fallout. I didn't play any the two D ones like one and two. Yeah, Fallout neither. 3 was a big deal, and I remember playing it on a friend's 360. Yeah, I remember thinking the draw distance, like, okay, this open, like, this is a big open world. you yeah. can see really far. The graphics wowed me a little bit, but it looked clunky. Yeah, and I didn't. And then uh, New Vegas, people were raving about. And by the time Fallout 4 came out. Mm-hmm. fallout 3 was like this legendary game so i was yeah. like i gotta get on this fallout train because everyone talks about new vegas and 3 yeah i bought fallout 4 launch 60 bucks played like five hours yeah and it's just like
1: uh, this is not for me man yeah fallout 4 they some somehow they lost like some of the feeling so i kind of i don't know i think it was just maybe too polished or something there was just maybe the story was a little less rewarding too but overall, the like the package, it just didn't do the same thing for me as as Fallout Three or, or New Vegas. Um, but that's why I'm looking for like that cyberpunk game, like something that's a little more sci-fi. Yes. Uh, but in depth as well, and like very very detailed. If you like
0: sci-fi a lot, mm-hmm. you're constantly waiting for new good sci-fi.
1: Yeah. Very true. Very true. Because good sci-fi is like it's a rare thing. Yeah, it's true, and that's I'm I'm actually surprised that I didn't go see uh, Blade Runner. Ah, theater. yes,
0: I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh like, oh my god, I saw it like, I saw it f- four times. The last damn. time I saw it on LSD, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Every
1: see, everyone raved about it, and then like, what's happened to me late? Like, it's come on HBO a few times, and then like, I started. Oh, and, you should, Yeah, you and then I'm it. just I'm never like I'm just never like uninterrupted for like two or three hours these days. That's, that's true, and that's like
0: that's a show. It's you know I, don't know, I don't know your movie taste. You might. Yeah. Did you see Arrival? Uh, no. That's a pretty good sci-fi, but it's slow. Yeah. It's yeah. A Blade Runner 2049. It's like... Um, did you see Joker? Anyone? Mm-hmm. No. I, I'm trying to think of a movie uh, that you might have seen that has a similar pacing. It's just slow. Okay. Just know that going yeah. in. It's like... It's not an artsy movie. Yeah. It's a mainstream movie that's sitting... Closer on the artsy side of the spectrum.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think most uh, movies that are based on books seem to progress a little bit slower, just yeah. because of how the mediums how are. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I I love sci-fi. I like reading sci-fi a lot too, and I I think that's kind of a hard part. Is like you when you read certain books, you want to see them in film or video games, and it's just like not feasible. It's not the same. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard.
0: There's a yeah. What was i gonna say um you were talking about reading oh yeah i read um I'm trying to think of the best sci-fi books Did you read there's this this be a long shot there's a sci-fi book called the snow queen no that one damn it won back in the day i don't know if it's now because I, I read a lot in the 90s and the early 2000s and there yeah. was like the there's these two awards that were like the sci-fi awards. And I yeah. just went down the sci-fi list. It's like any of the books that have won either or both of these awards. Nice. And the, I remember The Snow Queen stuck out a lot. I read uh, Ender's Game and all like the yeah. offshoots of those. That was a big deal for me. That world was yeah, really fleshed
1: out. Yeah. Um, Orson Scott card. Yeah. I. It's crazy, though, because... Um, I really can't think of a a video game that's like based on a book that's that's been successful. Like nothing really comes to mind. That's a good,
0: let me think. A book.
1: Usually, if it's a book, it's probably become a movie first,
0: and yeah. then it becomes a game. Yeah, it's not like like Harry no, Potter. Yeah, for yeah. example,
1: I've never played in the Harry Potter games. They probably all suck. I've that's what I I looked at all the games like, uh, and honestly, it looked like the Lego Harry Potter's were the best, but. I've I've always heard they were terrible. And it uh, there was all there was that trend where like movies would come out and then they'd make this quick game, this like, you know, just to like piggyback yeah. off the fu- yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you'd see like you know, a bullshit game basically. There would be like seven copies of them in Blockbuster so you know it it sucks ass. Cause yeah. no, one's, <laughs> no one's renting it. So, yeah, I mean I'm actually surprised though that they haven't made a like a solid Harry Potter RPG game or in something in that world because that'd be really, really easy. Cyberpunk's really the only
0: thing that's even yeah. coming down the pipeline. Yeah, there's yeah. really good sci-fi video games. There was, it's not good like cyberpunk good, and it's old. But there's a game on PS One JRPG called Xenogears. Uh huh. That had
1: yeah yeah. I've I've seen Xenogears, but I haven't ever played it. It
0: had a it's like cheesy anime, but then the the overall like the overall lore and world is actually. Some really heady sci-fi concepts. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's apparently a TV show called The Expanse that everyone keeps saying is badass on hmm. sci-fi. I've not I haven't heard, heard of it. it. No. I've heard that like if you like sci-fi, that's like the best TV show.
1: The Expanse. TV's hard. I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't get much TV
1: time in. I. I yeah, I mean, watching normal TV it's painful for me like normal tv it's commercials pretty... yeah I... oh my god it's it's a chore to go from one channel to another and hope that like you're not getting hit with ads and then like you watch anime yeah yeah here and there what I anime haven't... are you into right now i'm watching hunter x hunter uh since it's on netflix i'm trying to get through that the it starts a little slow but it has like a lot of good Which one again uh hunter x hunter Hunter, Hunter? Yeah. Or, like, Hunter x Hunter. It, oh, I've seen it. It's yeah. on
0: Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen the
1: Thumbnail. That one, it's it's by the same guy who made Yu Yu Hakusho, which is probably my favorite anime. I've never heard of it. What's that one uh, called? Yu Yu Hakusho. It's cool. It's like this... It, it kind of... It was... So, this kid has, like... He gets a spirit cannon. Basically, this kid, like, dies. And then he becomes the spirit detective. And he gets this, like, cannon gun. Uh, like... Spirit Cannon that shoots off his finger and it, like, levels up as he gets stronger and stuff. That was, like, the first anime I watched, start to finish. Um, I like, like, more recently, I watched, like, Mob Psycho. I haven't haven't really gotten into a lot of the super popular ones, like, like Bleach or Naruto. I just... I haven't tried those. I'm yeah. pretty... What about you? Yeah. I'm
0: hit and miss on anime. Like, when anime is good, it's good. Yeah. Really what it comes down to for me is anime is, like... How cool is the i? Because animes always have like the weirdest ideas and setups. Like a kid who becomes a spirit detective. Yeah, you're yeah. never gonna fucking see that anywhere else. True. Yeah, there's not so a like, Hollywood movie. About how it. cool is the premise? Because they will have yeah. these like really weirdly creative premises. Hmm. And how much of that like cheesy, weird humor, like <laughs> old anime shit, am I gonna have to dredge through to get to cool action scenes?
1: Fair enough. Because the other fair. good thing
0: besides the premise is. The animation and the action yeah. scenes. Yeah. Um, and there's a few that are really, really good. My favorite as far as like the lore premise idea, and it's really not that cheesy, is called Psycho Pass. It's It's semi-recent. Okay. It was on Netflix, but it's not anymore. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know where you can watch it. First season's really good. The premise is, it's a little like Minority Report. hmm They're in a futuristic society. There's cameras and sensors everywhere. And with all that data, they're they're able to read people. And they have so much emotional data mm-hmm. that they can read your emotional state, and then the, they can basically predict when you're going to commit a crime
1: yeah. based yeah. on
0: the precursor elements. Wow. So it's not like Minority Report where it's like this weird like precogs. kind of like, yeah. I guess they were like engineered children that yeah. have like fortune telling abilities. Yeah, pre- Psycho Pass is more like a grounded explanation. Mm-hmm. We just have we have this surveillance system that's been implemented. Everyone has these chips. Yeah. And we have all this data and from that data we can start to predict like when people are going to freak out and kill yeah. someone. When, when- they're going to do something. And because of that everyone's trying to like keep their psychopaths. Yeah. And it's like this it's like this uh, color value system. Mm-hmm. Like blue is like good. Yeah. Anyway and then how that affects society, and then how you like what happens when you're predicting when people are going to do something, and they didn't really do it. Yeah, but you're killing them or yeah. arresting them anyway, and then and then they have this whole system where they take people who have bad psychopaths and uh-huh. they use them to hunt down other people who have bad psychopaths. Wow. So they like recruit the ones that are unstable. Yeah, and they, they don't have to do with them, so they use them to hunt down the other unstable ones, and then you just get chaos. That's so crazy. And it's, it's, it's really in its yeah, sci-fi it's cool premise. It's, it's cool
1: premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy too because with anime, like, there's so many, so many different ideas that they can get played out. And I, I mean, it's cool because like a lot of them are based on mangas, but you don't really see like the American comics coming, like, getting animated weekly television shows. No, you know what I mean?
0: That's a really good point. I never thought yeah. about that. Is that because like they haven't read a lot of
1: stuff, but they were terrible? Like the
0: like yes, there was Batman the animated series. A few of them have gotten animated series, but But mangas are like yeah a big part of especially Japanese culture.
1: Yeah, do they come out the same way comics do? Like just issues? I well, see, I don't know, I don't know ton about mangas, but I know that like a lot of times with the anime shows, the mangas like. Uh, they catch but, up or yeah. get ahead, yeah. yeah. Or the yeah, the manga can be like way behind the the TV yes. show, and then they're doing all these filler episodes and stuff. And it's yeah, i I actually like the anime films a lot, like Akira. That's like yes. that's incredible. Um, and like what's your the,
0: favorite anime movie?
1: Probably Akira. Um, if if not, maybe like um, Princess Mononoke or like, that one's
0: that's the. F- Akira or Akira was mm-hmm. one of the first ones. That might have been the first one I saw. I was fairly young, and this kid, yeah. who was from Cambodia, I think. Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> like that's how I got used to it, and I just remember being blown away, but also like a little creeped out. Like, oh yeah, I don't understand everything. It seemed like, yeah, that the animation was a bit. The bikes were cool. The bikes oh, yeah. in the very beginning. They're re-releasing it. Uh, 4K, like, Blu-ray remaster coming up. Very nice. So that one's good. Princess Mononoke was one of the... That's the first Ghibli film I saw. Yeah, yeah. Which is good and bad. Bad because I thought they were all going to be... Like that. Like, more, more adult. Yeah. Not, and then I started watching their ones. I'm like, these are all, like, little kid shows. Yeah, that I one's I want more most, Mononokes. Yeah, yeah.
1: That one's the most adult, I would say. That one in Nausicaä. Nausicaä's pretty... Nausicaä's good, yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are probably the most, like, uh, epic... Uh, Miyazaki films that I've seen. I, yeah, if you're listening I, yeah. and you don't watch anime, you should try it. and Try any
0: of these out. Yeah. But just know, like, the humor, I guess, they always have, like, weird sexual tension things in anime, too, that I've never understood. Yeah,
1: different... <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's... just different culture, I guess. It's
0: like, just culture, yeah. But the humor doesn't translate. And, like, the, a lot of times the humor's based on... It's always, like, a little boy or, like, a younger boy who's, like... <laughs> getting put in awkward sexual situations that he doesn't, quote, want to be there. Yeah. It's like he'll, like, fall down and he'll fall and his head will land in some big boobs. Yeah. And will be like, oh! And it's not <laughs> like, funny, like but practical. it happens
1: all the time. That's true. There's, like, these weird little gimmicks that, that kind of pop up. I don't know. Yeah. The, it's kind of strange. I What I like, I think, about the... About anime, it's just, I, you get the sense that it's, like, cartoons that aren't made for children a lot of times. A lo- like, a lot of them are pretty mature. Yeah, very. Um, but at the same time, there's, like, this, this like, gray zone, this crossover where, like, I remember when I was, like, 14, 15. And then there's, like, some animes that are, like, super mature. And you're like, oh, wow, this is, like, hardcore. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> I had a similar experience where I, uh, speaking of good films, I rented Ninja Scroll. Okay. From Blackbuster. I've
1: never seen Ninja Scroll. Never seen Ninja Scroll. Uh, It's
0: up there with like. It's not quite as like Akira level classic. Yeah, yeah. But usually if I'm talking anime, Akira comes up first. Mm -hmm. Ninja Ninja Scroll comes up second. Nice. It's up there. It's like, so definitely recommend it. Check that out. The animation quality is amazing. But uh, (coughs) there's a scene, I've told this on the podcast before, where there's a character who her job is to. She's like the king or the emperor, I guess you'd say. It's a set Japan. The emperor's bodyguard. And part of her duties are she eats everything he eats before he eats it to test it for poison. She drinks oh, okay. everything he drinks yeah. to make sure. And then she also doses herself with various poisons every every day so that she can be immune and be mm-hmm. like the tester.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Well, she gets raped by a demon. Oh, no. So that shows you how hardcore this yeah. Is. It's like, I'm 13. Yeah. The concept of... Both of those things are pretty new concepts for yeah. me. It's like stone demon dude starts raping her and he, he's sucking on her boobs. My dad walks in, like right as this is happening, just Damn. like just like walking around. And I had no idea. I thought <laughs> yeah. so it was a cartoon with ninjas. And he's in really religious household. He's not stoked. He's not yeah. stoked at all. That's actually my, my uh, cousin came in, saw it first, and then went and told my dad. And my dad came down. <laughs> But uh, anyway, the, yeah. the demon ends up dying because he gets poisoned. Oh, okay. Because of like the main character is like losing. It's like one of the opening battles. And mm-hmm. they introduce the main character, and he's losing. And then the demon starts like falling apart, and it's because he got poisoned. Yeah. From that, and then the rest anyway. And that's actually really the only scene in that sh- movie that's that intense. Yeah. But it's in the first like 15 minutes. It's it's very adult. Like I said, yeah. I had the same thing. Like. Oh, they can make cartoons that are not for kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a possibility. Yeah, for people sure. can do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think the first one that was like that for me, I watched uh, Helsing. It was What's a- it called? Helsing. Hel- Helsing? Yeah, Helsing. So it's like, it's a spinoff of like the Van Helsing uh,
0: oh, okay. legend and stuff.
1: So they kill vampires. Vampires, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a vampire that's killing the vampires and stuff. And he just gets all like, like, spracked out. And going crazy, <laughs> like, he changes form to be like... There's one that's, yeah. like,
0: I think called Lean or...
1: Uh, it's, like, a, a girl who was a
0: government experiment, and she has telekinetic powers, mm-hmm. and I, I, I'll, I'll remember and text it to you, Yeah, because yeah. the first episode, it's in the early 90s, I think. To this day, more than anything, a Ninja Scroll... It is, even as a, as old as I am now, I watch that first episode, I get sick to my stomach. Oh, wow. Like, it is the most gruesome violence I've ever seen in a cartoon. So like, crazy. Like, think anime, like, the worst anime, you've at least for me, it, yeah. it, it tops any other anime as far as gore and violence by, like, 100x. Damn. It's insane. Wow. It's uh, like a girl with red hair, uh, uh, spacing. Some of those things like, you idiot, I know what it is. No, nah, I I, I'll get it to you, but yeah. you should at least uh, watch it. Just to, like, see, like, okay, that's how far that rabbit hole yeah. has been taken.
1: That's, that's what's so crazy about anime, too, is that it really does go in every different direction. Like, you yes. have, like, every brand of it. Whereas, like, with American animation, it's, like, generally geared for kids. We just and don't just... have
0: the market for it, I guess. We have more people, yeah. but, like, raw population, right? I could yeah. be speaking out my ass. I don't know what the population of Japan is. But I think we have more people.
1: I don't know. I th- should we I, look that up so I don't sound I, stupid? I'm gonna guess. What are you gonna guess? I th- I know that the U.S. has like 400 million. So uh, like 350 million, right? Like yeah, million? yeah, F- somewhere. Most population. It's 350 million. I want to say Tokyo has like 37. Tokyo doesn't Tokyo have like a billion people? <laughs> like,
0: oh, we're way bigger. They're 126. Oh wow, yeah. So we're like double, basically.
1: How big is Tokyo? Like it's like a Tokyo? like 10 million people.
0: That's a lot. Yeah. Insane.
1: Just shy of ten million. Just shy of ten. One. That's million. insanity.
0: That's insane. But they just culturally Well, like adults watch cartoons.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now I have noticed
0: though, anime is becoming way more mainstream in America. Yeah. I saw it kids is. at the I took my kids to like a farm. Mm-hmm. I saw little kids run around in like Naruto yeah. hats. And they weren't
1: even dressed up for Halloween. Yeah, no, it's 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 getting there, I think, too, because it's like I don't know. A lot of it can be reintroduce to the market without having to, like, produce, reproduce it. Some of the stuff that's already been made. But it's not like it, they have been trying for a long time because, like, Adult Swim is where I saw all my first anime, yeah. you know, just staying up all night. Oh, what the... F- what is this? Like, in Uasha, there's, like, this cat person and... Yeah. You know, just, like... But it's right in the middle of, the of like, the seasons and stuff. You have no idea what's going on at first, so that...
0: You watch like Rick and Morty?
1: Uh, no. Everyone keeps what? telling I'm me... Not- to Dude... I'm like, see, I'm just like in a hole sometimes. Like, there's random stuff that like I should I should have watched probably that haven't gotten the chance.
0: That's fine, Rick. I would actually say it's good. Yeah. Because they take notoriously forever in between seasons. Yeah. Just let that play out. When it's done,
1: then you can just binge it and watch it at your leisure. Yeah. That's kind of... That's like what I do with Game of Thrones. I'm like, I'm not going to sit... That's the right way to do it, for sure. You know, tap my vein every fucking Sunday so I can watch it. I was like, no, I'm just going to...
0: Game of Thrones is the only recent show that I have watched. My wife got into it. Mm -hmm. I do hate waiting... But I will say there is a little bit of magic in the anticipation of, like, every week. It's like, oh, it's Sunday night. Because I would always forget. My wife would be like, hey, it's New Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, sweet. Yeah.
1: Okay, this is going to be dope. Got something to watch. But then it
0: ends. You're like, fuck, I got to wait." to... God
1: damn it. Yeah. And even when I'm binge-watching them, I'm just like, I want more to happen sometimes. And so it's like... Yeah. But it would keep me up late, too. I would just... Since I could binge-watch them, I'm like, all right, just one more episode. you got to try Rick and Morty. And you have... Because you have a PS4,
0: yeah, you have to play God of War. I will, I will give them a shot. Both I thought you could get a used copy for like thirty bucks, twenty yeah, bucks.
1: I'm, I'm sure. And I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't really mind buying buying video games if like, like I'm like someday I'm gonna play it, you know, or like yeah. someday. Like I, I have a ton of games on Switch that I I don't really yet. play. Like yeah. I've put maybe put in like the first hour or two, but I'm like, there is gonna be a day where I'm super bored. I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a shot. Do you do mainly
0: physical games or digital games?
1: Uh, I go back and forth. So like for consoles I like to just do digital games so I can like or sorry, uh, physical games so I can lend it to friends and stuff. Yeah. With the Switch. Um I did have one Switch stolen with physical games, so I was like, Well, you know, I gotta keep all my digital games, even if it gets stolen. Because you just yeah. report your account stolen or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, you had a switch stolen? That sucks, man." Yeah. So it was. I was going. Uh, That's bad karma for whoever that is. Shame uh, on you. Yeah, shame on you if you're listening to this. Just kidding. I hope you got help. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I was with I was with my girlfriend, and we were going to Amsterdam from Berlin. So we were riding the train. Everything's going good, and then like the. Get right across the border into the Netherlands, and this one stop. This is it's pretty late at night. This one stop, like a bunch of people come in, a bunch of people come off. My bag's gone. Just like just, like you just didn't quick. notice it. Yeah, it, it was a matter. Of, it had to have been like maybe five or ten minutes uh, before you realized. Yeah, like because I had done. I don't know. Like I had just gotten this like feeling. I was like, you know what? I should I should grab like my passport and my credit card. And just put them in my pa- like my passport pouch and keep it on my person just in case something happened. Yeah, yeah. And it happened. But I ended up getting my switch stolen. It had like, you know, a few few different games and like I had. My, my production headphones stolen my go uh, pro they got a good little pack damn shit that was like my first 10 minutes in in the netherlands welcome yeah i wouldn't think that would happen in the netherlands
0: it's not necessarily known it's for it's just the
1: it's just the border like if you're going on those trains like late at night like there's people that know that they can pickpocket and stuff so yeah if you're you know if, if anyone wants to know how to avoid that you just get a a bike lock or like a carabiner and just put it on your bag, and then on like the leg of the train yeah. chair or whatever. That way, if they happen to pull it, that's probably enough to have them just go on. So
0: I did. Uh, I did Italy. I went, well, my first time to Europe this last summer, uh, but I do want to try Amsterdam. I saw basically after doing Italy,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we spent most of our time in mid to south, mm-hmm. and on the top, the north end of Italy, where it I think it borders Switzerland. I, my, I'm pretty sure it's Switzerland. Yeah, it sounds right. Um, and I'm look looking at pictures of Norway, Amsterdam, Iceland, Greenland. All I'm like, ah, maybe we should have done that. Italy was awesome, but yeah, that area looks. All those countries look so badass.
1: Yeah, I mean Amsterdam's. It's a really easy one to travel to. Everyone speaks yeah. like pretty much English, perfect yeah. English. And I mean, it's nice. I I actually didn't ever smoke while I was there. I was just like, you know, I didn't try anything. No, I I had a sucker, and I was just like, didn't really do much. But the problem is, is, like, when I'm traveling, like, there, I, my tolerance goes way down. And then that's I, true. And then I get worried about just having this, like, super dank, super dank buds that's just, like, going to totally yeah, make me you're paranoid kind of, You're in not new necessarily, city.
0: like, in your comfort zone in a different yeah. country. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. I just – it's – for me, I'm like, ah, uh, like, I would need to be here for a couple of weeks. And usually when I go to Amsterdam, I've been twice, and it's usually for, like, four days. Yeah. So – but it's fun. It's a cool city. It's like there's all these little little shops. You'll look down this alleyway that you'd think would just be an alley, and there's like six businesses, like little shops there. So it's it's fun and nice and pretty. Really, di- really diverse city, but uh, which is probably the biggest difference from Utah. Like <laughs> that's you know, true. Yeah, Amsterdam's
0: yeah. probably a melting pot. It seems. Oh yeah, it's, like that's what it would be.
1: I think it's something like only like forty percent of people there are like Dutch, and everyone else is most something else yeah somewhere else like la
0: basically yeah everybody congregates there yeah well if i had to uh ask wrapping it up yeah i know you do music and we'll we'll give you a chance to talk about music and i'll put links in the description all that shit what is the uh, it might be hard to say one top three either video game soundtracks or video game track Ooh.
1: so let's see here people are going to judge you so choose carefully I think uh the fable soundtrack was incredible really good orchestral uh, orchestral music really like quirky melodic I love that um gonna s- stay with stay with the goat uh of the ob- <laughs> the oblivion soundtrack is incredible really uh that one is also very orchestral and then for the third one oh man that's tough I would probably say. I'd probably say Mass Effect. Is, nice, yeah, is 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 right up there, just because it has all the synths and everything that I that I love. I love electronic music, but it's really um, like there's this part where you go into a club, into this like alien club. Oh,
0: I, I know you talk <laughs> about in uh oh, what's that? it's called Afterlife?
1: Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has this great techno track, and yeah. just like, I love it. Like I love that whole idea that they're just jamming techno in this different galaxy. But uh, those those are probably my top three. But there's there's so many. It's easier to forget them too. I I think to me the most the most interesting and I, I guess I will throw an indie game into that is a uh, transistor has a really good soundtrack. Oh, uh, that that super games in yeah. general puts out a lot of good games. Yeah, for sure. And they're like really creative. Uh, kind of like transistors are just a good game. Yeah, it is. They should. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: actually I'm glad you brought that up. So I I did a Bastion first mm-hmm. transistor. I didn't do the I think it's called Pyre. Yeah, I haven't played that one yet. But they had that new one. It's an Epic Game Store exclusive, and I don't think it's on Switch. It's called Hades. Hades. Have you seen gameplay? No. That's their newest game. It might be early access. Okay. An Epic. It might not be like officially released. But I don't love do you PC game at all. Uh yeah, here and there, a little bit. I don't love. I'm so invested on Steam. Yeah, I don't love these Epic exclusives.
1: Yeah, no, that's a problem, uh, isn't it? Wait, so Epic is the Fortnite launcher? Fortnite, and yeah. S- and so, like, Epic Games, they also do a Unreal Engine. So they got
0: Borderlands, didn't they? And then yes, they have Borderlands and Control, the new game from Remedy was oh, an okay. Epic exclusive. Borderlands Three, Hades. There's quite a few lately.
1: Damn. Yeah, I. I'm personally I'm I'm the same like I I have like six, maybe 60 games on Switch, you know, moderate amount. Um or, it's enough games for like a lifetime or, really. Sorry, like, no, 6 probably 60 games on Steam, probably like 30 games on Switch, but like Oh, that's that's yeah. makes
0: me feel worse about my Steam library. Yeah. I well, have
1: like I've heard people that have like I have like three hundred and some yeah. games, and yeah, then I have good. access
0: to homies. I have like Steam share yeah. with a guy that has like twelve hundred games. Whoa! So I between that, I have every, I have more games that I can play in my life yeah. ever
1: on yeah Steam. <laughs> Which is funny, and then one game can get like five hundred plus hours. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> that's, on that's the what's game. crazy is
0: I, I love games. I talk about them. I I. Keep fairly well up-to-date on gaming news.
1: Yeah, Like, yeah. I'll
0: check gaming news sites and, like, what's going on, especially... I like... And I follow a lot of game developers and artists mm-hmm. on Instagram, so, like keeping keep in touch. Yeah. I have a friend that does art for games, and of keeps me, like, what's coming down the pipe, what's not been released or been announced yet. But actual playing games... Yeah. Like I said, I have... It's, it's weird. I have all these games, but... And I have tons of games that are classics like I have access to Skyrim Yeah, Um, yeah. I have access to all these huge games but I end up like playing Wizard of Legend Yeah, (laughs) for 20 hours (laughs) and that's the one thing I play for 6 months or whatever
1: but I feel like that's kind of the ultimate goal for those developers is like all right, we're gonna make a game that's gonna be a $20 game at tops in it's life and just see if we can get someone to play this as, as like their number one game for a while and I think that'd be super satisfying to know it's kind of like just like with me with music i'm like all right i'm gonna make this bedroom production song and to me it's like the greatest compliment if i know there's one person's like yeah i jam that all the time yeah like, and that's like you know it's like yeah i'm going against the big dogs you know the, yeah. the spotify algorithm supported artists but it's yeah. so cool when you get you get people that just yeah it does feel good connect. when like
0: someone hits you up it's like i found your music i love it like how do i get more you're like you people listen to my music yeah <laughs> like I mean, the internet's cool because you can get exposure, but it, it's also, there's so many people out. Yeah, it can be, man, being, yeah. getting your name out. I don't know if you've ever, like, you seem like you've been fairly active. Yeah. I can't tell. I haven't, I'm not familiar if you've, like, released anything recently, but I, uh, if you make music or you want to make music, just don't stop releasing. Yeah. when you get, I was in a really good, like, momentum for, like, five years. Mm-hmm. And then, like, kids and stuff happen. i like, oh, I'll make songs and I'll get back into releasing. I still... I never stopped making songs. Yeah, I have yeah. hundreds of songs. Yeah. Probably, like, 30, like, really good ones. But, I had, like, the thought of, like, oh, I'm going to release it. But then I got to, like, do marketing. And then I got to, like... I just don't have
1: any... It's so hard, man. Yeah, the whole <clears> process. <throat> it's it's a so big, hard. It's a big checklist to, yeah. to release stuff right. And then, I, I mean... Yeah, the momentum's huge, though, for sure. I think... Th- so I did a I an EP in May, and then I got another, about another EP, maybe close to an album's worth of material that I'd like to re- release this year. But because of that process, like, I honestly don't know if I... If what do you distribute on? So I'll usually do uh, just all the digital labels. Um, I haven't been... Or all the digital... Uh, Platform. Like, yeah. do you use... Yeah.
0: Like, like... What's
1: it called? Uh, uh, Distrokid's the one I've I've used. Distrokid, yes.
0: Yeah. See, that seems the most popular. Most people yeah. use
1: Distrokid. It it's just the one that I tried first. I haven't tried anything else. Um, it's okay. The, I mean, it's actually really good. It's because it's just simple and you can get stuff up pretty quickly. Um, honestly, though, it's it's been it's kind of it's kind of weird because it seems like I actually get a little bit more activity from like Apple Music than Spotify. I don't use Apple Music at all though and I'm not like in tune with it, it, either. it. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like I don't really know how to like uh make the most out of that but yeah, I I have I've wanted to do physical stuff but I really can't decide on like a good format. Like I don't think anyone really wants CDs right now. I I like CDs still but most people do. I don't. do too. Yeah. But
0: I uh, I still have a car that has a, like an yeah. old school
1: deck where I can put yeah. a CD in. But no one else listens to
0: CDs. No one. No. And people
1: like, do records
0: still. Yeah. Obviously, some people are into cassettes. I yeah. see people rocking cassette players. Like it's like a retro thing. Pretty mm. rare though. Overall, yeah.
1: I have one. I like I. Um, I have a couple, a couple tapes, but and and it's just tough because I'm like, okay, if I do vinyl, then I got to think out even further ahead, and you know, in, invest a little bit more on the front end, and so it's just been all digital.
0: Uh, catch people up speaking of music. Yeah. What's the, la- the EP released in May? What's it called? So
1: I got the Castle EP. Castle? Castle EP. Where can they yeah. find
0: it? Where do they find your music? So
1: igamasounds.com. I G A M A sounds.com. I-G-A-M-A. What's that yeah. mean? So igama is, a, is the Zulu word for name. Wow. Yeah, it just means name.
0: That's actually kind of ingenious.
1: Yeah, because I, I, I was. Overthinking it for so long, trying to come up with something. And why'd you pick Zulu? or Zulu word. Uh, I was just trying to. Find, I just wanted to pick uh the word name. And name. I couldn't really do English for name, and uh, so I just was like on Google Translate and just looking uh, at every language until I found until one you that, liked the that, name. Yeah, where I like the sound of it. That's pretty clever. It just yeah. means name. Yep, just that's means pretty name. Pretty badass. So, because honestly, like that's the whole idea. Is I don't want it to be all about like. My identity or something as a musician—it's really more about what the music is is speaking about and like bringing out those ideas, and then you can think about them like that, and it doesn't have to be so attached to a personality. So,
0: so IGMA on Spotify, SoundCloud, yep. Instagram—it's all across yeah,
1: the board. Yeah, sounds everywhere. Yeah, sweet. Every every profile. And you
0: have a new EP potentially coming out this year.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see where we can get, and then for sure next year. Have some stuff coming up really. And how early, would you so. describe?
0: I, I hate this question people yeah. ask me, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Sure. How do you describe your music?
1: Uh, I'd say it's like uh, down tempo, cerebral music. So it's it's designed to make you kind of listen deeply to it. But if you want to, uh, it's also fine in the background. So it just kind of multiple levels of listening if you. Headphone music, yeah, that's a good yeah. way to put it. Headphone music, fans of people like you know Tycho, Bonobo, have like some world influences. Do you in like it. Tycho's new album? Um, yeah, it's not my favorite of of his albums. I'm still a hardcore dive fan. That's like my favorite Tycho album, but uh, I, I mean, it's hard to hard to say anything bad about it. He's really really skilled producer and like the I like yeah. his new album a lot actually, yeah.
0: but I didn't. Usually, what ends up happening is Whatever you, whatever album f- first makes you fall in love with the mm-hmm. artist, it's never going to be that album again. Yeah, fair you just enough. You have to accept
1: that. Fair enough. Yeah, it's it, hard. Yeah, but whereas
0: Tycho, for me, like, I Dive was popular. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I was like, I like Tycho. Yeah, if he came through like a festival, I would go watch him play, and yeah. I've seen him a couple of times. Yeah, I'd like Dive would come in on playlists, or I'd have a few songs from Dive on my chill playlist, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like. Didn't fall in love. And people, yeah. a lot of people love Tycho. Like, yeah. They love him a lot. Yeah. And the new album came out. I don't know what it was. I was like, oh, check it out. It was different enough. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Didn't yeah. love it, but I thought it was awesome. But it seems like a lot of diehard Tycho fans are kind of like,
1: eh. Yeah. I, I like I like that it's it sounds more like an instrumental band doing stuff. With... Yeah, it's more. Yeah, that's true. But... Uh... Yeah, it's just cool to see see the sound evolving and it's someone that's definitely it feels a good space like a middle ground between uh you know dance music that's that's kind of like more party focused yeah. like heavy dance music and then like uh just like kind of chill stuff. It has that energy that you want from dance music with kind of a little different vibe, so Yeah. You like emancipator? Yeah, emancipator's great. Yeah, I could yeah. Say I
0: would Say people like if you like Emancipator, they'd yeah. like your music from what I've heard. Okay, yeah, yeah. thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, I like that whole kind of realm. Loki Records make, puts out random rap is
0: kind of more, I guess he's more like try, like, yeah, kind of psychedelic. Oh, he's more like psychedelic, kind of, he's more like Burning Man, yeah, I would <laughs> yeah. say, yeah. <laughs> but kind of
1: yeah. chill, like, yeah, it's, yeah kind of sell so, sort of in the same vein. Yeah, one of my favorite artists I've I've been listening to lately is Blue Tech. That's blue Tech's I, awesome. Yeah, that's that's actually where I, I bought that profit oh, yes. from him. So. Oh yeah, so you,
0: t- you mess me. Yeah, I uh,
1: definitely on two of
0: my albums, I have some blue like blatant sh- Blue Tech samples yeah. because I used to back in the day on iTunes, I would uh, scan everything with mixed and Key, mm-hmm. then put it in iTunes and yeah. then just organize by key and BPM. Yeah, and I would just like Blue Tech would always have these breaks where I don't have. Especially in the beginning, like, I don't have access to nice synths. Yeah. And so it's like I would either find the synths that I thought sounded cool on YouTube, someone mm-hmm. noodling with it. Yeah. Or like, okay, I know Bluetech has like... Here's this one song where he breaks and just has like a four-part part which is like the synth arpeggio. Mm-hmm. I know he's got dope synths. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I'm going to take that and try to build a song around it. I always try to hide it. Yeah. But uh, I've sampled Bluetech a lot.
1: Yeah. Because he has cool, cool sounds. Oh, yeah. Like really, really... Deep, quirky, quirky little bits, and you're like, "Wow, that's awesome." Yeah. He had a rant
0: a while back about, I think, paying for music or something. And I just remember thinking he made a really like a lot of good points. Yeah, he's a little bit. I remember he was a little bit older than me, and he was just talking about like how hard it is, even though he's a very established name. Yeah, it's like, look, I'm not wealthy. Someone was saying like, why do you still charge like why? Is it yeah, for something, and he was just defending like vinyl and actually yeah. selling tracks and he made yeah. a lot of good points i liked him even more after that. i just remember he made really good points he seems he's really good at the piano too yeah. i've run across some videos of him just like playing the piano and his cool stuff
1: yeah it's usually most of the my favorite producers have at least one instrument where they're pretty yeah. proficient at they can you know help yeah, blue tech badass the gaps. what what kind yeah. of synth is that uh that's the sequential prophet six that's the new Prophet 6, yeah. not the
0: old school Prophet 6, right? Yeah, yeah. so they
1: just kind of, they basically made it tr- pretty true to what the original one's like, but they added some nice stuff that we like, like MIDI out and all kinds of different, you know, modern things. There's like digital delay and chorus and stuff nice. on it as well, but it's it's a performance synth. It's not quite as powerful as like the Prophet 8, where you can send the LFO to any any parameter. It's It's a little more limited, but hmm. it's fun. You can still make really crazy you like it so far oh yeah love it yeah of course (laughs) yeah of course (laughs) it's
0: awesome yeah Yeah. all right well we're gonna wrap it up yeah we'll bring him on again i'm sure there's a bunch more games we could talk about sure (laughs) and uh we kind of we this one i tried a little bit different i used to really try to like let's go through each system and like what's your memory what's your next memory what's your next memory yeah but uh sometimes i made people i sort of just like i'm just gonna open it up and like let it flow where it flows. And it's good because we miss games. And yeah. I guarantee this will happen. So if you want to come back on, but people will text me, yeah. message me like, I can't believe I didn't bring up this game. <laughs> or I can't believe I'm like, come back on. Yeah, Make a list and just come back on. Yeah, So have I'd you again, Igama Sounds, check them out. I'll post links in the podcast description. Support your local musicians. Are you still doing Ocean Aids? at the collective releasing stuff?
1: That's not. Nah. That's done? Yeah, we're just, that's uh, a good memory for now. But... Yama Sounds, that's the, that's the project for now. And Oh, yeah.
0: let's, let's shout out the uh, interactive sound place you were talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm a production manager at Envelop Salt Lake City. Uh, we're in north, uh, just uh, the Capitol Hill District, basically and it's a immersive audio venue there's 32 speakers that surround you and it just lets you be inside the music so we do listening events classic stuff like you know Coltrane and Pink Floyd all the way to like Tipper and uh Sakamoto and different That's badass yeah all kinds of different stuff and it's just meant to bring people together and let you listen on a different you level You guys
0: need to get on a You listen to I Am Salt Lake podcast?
1: No, is it a K U E R thing? no,
0: it's a guy named uh, maybe. Oh, uh, uh, the podcast. It's a guy named uh, yeah, Chris Holifield. He started it like eight years ago, and all he does is talk about cool shit happening in Salt Lake. Nice. And uh, just so anything new, like new bit. And he goes, he's like all over the map. He had strippers on last week. Oh, wow. The next week, it's like someone who has like a new local brewery, and they're making a new locally brewed Utah beer, and then it'll be like the business owner of. And he would definitely, yeah, because like uh, an interactive sh- yeah. music, like that's for sure the only one in Salt Lake, yeah, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, our our main organization is based out of uh, San Francisco. It's by Christopher Willits. Uh, okay. He's the director, and so um, really really incredible team of people and stuff. So yeah, thanks that, for having coming to come on check that, that out. Yeah, yeah, please do. You're my guest any anytime, Let me know. I'll give you uh, Chris's. Yeah. I'll hit up Chris. And be like, hey, you need you need a. He has like a
0: a very prominent like local salt lake because it's yeah, all I'm salt little, lake
1: i'm a little embarrassed i hadn't heard of it that's awesome though it's uh yeah. it's i mean
0: hey, don't don't be embarrassed but uh it's if you want to promote something cool in salt lake like, i think that's a great place yeah and that's the point of his podcast is like what interesting because he loves salt lake and the point of yeah. the podcast is like hey like we were saying earlier yeah. i don't know if we were on the podcast yet or not we were talking yeah. about how we like utah yeah yeah Utah gets a bad rap some of the Mormon shit gives a
1: bad rat. We have bad drivers. I'll admit it. We actually have fucking terrible drivers. I don't know, but... though. Like, <laughs> being in Illinois and in Indiana, like, just outside, I guess I've never of, outside been of Chicago, it's insanity. Is it pretty bad? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's just a whole level, whole different level of aggression. But, uh... to I, I say we have great. <laughs>
0: I would say... I shouldn't say we have, like, aggressive or bad drivers. Yeah. When I say we have bad drivers, what I really mean to say is we don't know how to use the fast lane. Yeah. Yeah, left lane loafers. It's a and it's uh, a And I'm problem. guilty of that. Like, I catch <laughs> – it's been, like, an ongoing thing I've been working on. So I'm sorry if I've been that guy before. But I've also been very frustrated at people. Like, dude, and I yeah. – Just, just like, move get over. Old, like, you don't – this is – it's designed to work. The, it's better for everyone. Get out of the just, fast lane. go. Yeah, we, yeah, but Utah's awesome.
1: Yeah, it it's is. actually
0: pretty dope, and that's the point of that podcast. Is like, yeah. hey, Salt so Lake, we have the Jazz, we get some like cred, but we're considered kind of like a poor man's Denver. Yeah, I don't know. like, like, like a
1: sub like subpar, subpar. Kind of, yeah, like no one thinks Utah's cool, but it's actually pretty damn cool here. Yeah, it's a nice place, and like it's it's hard to find other places that that give you everything you got here the the mountains and good people Mounds, and, yeah. Yeah, i guess I'll air quality
0: it. is kind of bad in Salt Lake. i don't live in salt lake
1: yeah i just, i think the whole wasatch front there's air quality issues we we have room to grow for <laughs> for sure hopefully some improve out all
0: right igama yeah. e, 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 e sounds check them out links in what's the interactive venue called again
1: uh envelop it's envelope envelop.us i'll put
0: that in the link I'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace out. Thank you. And that is a wrap. Thank you for listening to the entirety of the podcast as always. Truly, truly, truly grateful. Uh, Next week. So I had a kind of a crazy experience. A random guy reached out to me on Instagram. Didn't know if he was crazy or not. Wanted to be on the podcast. It turns out he's a badass, and I had a fantastic time talking to him. He is the author of the book, The Minds Behind the Games. Patrick Hickey Jr., and he interviews developers about classic, cult classic, retro games, some new games, about interesting stories about the development of those games, interviews them, and then releases it in a chapter-based book. He has a bunch of more books around sports games, adventure games, and shooter games coming out along the same lines. He'll be on the podcast next week. Stay tuned for that. Until then, do your God-given duties. Spread the good news of the Gaming Memories gospel. You shall be blessed. Have a good day, kids. Peace.